Welcome back to episode 29 of the All Music Is Good podcast, the podcast that takes a deep dive into four recent releases. We get right in there to try and work out what's great and sometimes not so great about each one. This week we're checking out albums from Cleo Soul, Little Sims, Nairi and Kanye West. And there's so many ways I could start this show tonight, but I've got to say that when one's football team makes a grand final... It's amazing how you start to look at lockdown restrictions with rose-coloured glasses on. In all seriousness, our Premier could probably come out tomorrow and say we're locked down for another two years on rations and power outages, and I'd be totally okay with that because for the second time in my life, Ari, the Bulldogs are in the grand final. And so it actually occurred to me this week that there's some sort of synergy around the pandemic and the Bulldogs, as in... Our 120-year history, we've only won two premierships. And in the past 120 years, there's only been two global pandemics. So obviously we know all about the current one, and obviously there's the Spanish flu of 1917. I think it's pretty clear that if we're going to find our way out of this pandemic, then the free world should be looking at the Bulldogs to win the premiership this week and break this COVID-19 curse. Forget the Norm Smith curse. For the sake of humanity, Melbourne should look to lay down next week. And just let us win it for the greater good. Um, but as much as I would sincerely love to turn this podcast tonight into uh, a thing of how the D's will, you know, stop our midfield next Saturday, I digress because this week we've got a massive week with a bunch of highly anticipated albums to get stuck into. So for the next couple of hours, I'll put aside my Bulldogs tragic obsession and reach out across the 10 kilometre divide to my co-host, who sadly still lives in a world where teams don't make grand finals and lockdowns aren't looked at from behind the frames of rose-tinged glasses. Can I say a warm hello to my host, the Northside Hustler himself, Arik Bloom. Arik, good evening. Good evening, Warren. It is an absolute uh, privilege to be back in your victorious company. Um, oh, so you know, you, you've got that minus touch, you know. Everything you, uh, every, you, you do either turns, turns into runner-up, so... Um, it is nice to it is nice to be here with you today. Um, speaking of, I guess ten kilometers, five kilometers, all that sort of stuff. I've been really confused about this whole ten kilometer radius. It actually took me back to geometry, where I couldn't quite understand. Like you've got your radius, and then you've got your circumference, yeah, pi squared and, and pi r squared, and your diameter yeah. as well. Yeah, and I diameter, and I got yep. really mixed up. Between two, is that, it two pi r squared, two pi um, r squared, something like that. But right. I think um, I think I finally understand that. Like I can now travel ten kilometers in every single direction, and and I'm and I'm good. So I've got a I've got a huge plan of ten kilometer trips coming up. Yep. So you'd um, be going out to like Doreen or Doreen. Something like that, I'm going to go you? out to Doreen. Yeah. I've got Thomastown. I've got a I've got it. Yeah, I can hit Thomastown. Um, I could, you know, just to sort of. Try out the coals in Thomastown. That's a yep. little change in plans. I can yep. also apparently go to the beach in Williamstown, which is no way. apparently that's Williamstown? ten kilometers no away. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. Um, I can go to. I I can't go to Warrandyte, which is a shame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's there's plenty to do within ten kilometers. Today I went to Hawthorne. Oh, I thought you were about to say today you went into the city. No, I didn't go. <laughs> No, no, no! I didn't. I, I didn't go into the city. That's not really right. my vibe. Um, yep. But, uh, but uh, yeah, I've. Um, I went to Hawthorne, which was a bit of a scene. A lot of people 
out and about, up and about. A lot of Melbourne scarves in Hawthorne. Yeah, there were a lot of Melbourne scarves in Hawthorne. Um, Not, not, you know, but look nice. Caught up with my family, which was good. I haven't seen them in a few months. Um, Right. And also, it's so. Were you happy that the 10k? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was great. It was great. It was great. And um, I, it's amazing what what can happen in three months of lockdown. So. The last time I saw my niece, who's like 15 years old, um, she was into like Billie Eilish and, um, you know, that like she was super obsessed with Billie Eilish. Today, apparently, she's over Billie Eilish and she's into drill rap. And I was oh, like, no, what the no. fuck? And not, I, not Pop Smoke. She's so into Pop Smoke. Oh, so no. I, I was like, I, I was like, um, I said to her, so I was like, you down with Pop Smoke? And she's like, yeah, Dior. I was like, oh, yeah, Dior. Dior. And, Dior. And that got me really, really excited. And then... What did she think of the uh, posthumous album? We didn't go, we didn't go into that because we just... Oh, right. I wanted to bond. I didn't want to take down the, um, the posthumous album because the posthumous yeah. album... Yeah, actually, we can talk a little bit about that when we intro, but we pop, the, 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 there was the pop smoke when he was alive uh, category and then there was a pop, pop smoke in the posthumous era which uh, caused a lot of controversy last week. Mm. Um, but... I think my niece is into the when he was alive um, catalog, and she's also into. I mean, she, yeah, she just like dropped all these drill artists on me, and I was like, "This is amazing." Um, so, is she into the, like the Brooklyn drill scene or the Chicago drill? I, uh, yeah, it's or more, more the, the, it's more the US drill, drill stuff. Yeah, um, okay. But she was like popping one four and I HP boys, and I was like, "This is wild!" Um, what can, what three months can do. Um, total total one eighty from Billie Eilish to Drill, or maybe, in fact, Billie Eilish is the gateway drug into Drill. <laughs> maybe could well be. Maybe could well be. So look, I'm good. What about you? Was apart from the footy? Uh, well, how about a bit of lockdown real talk first before we start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let's, let's just let's, let's let everyone it. know out there that it is Saturday night. We are podcasting on a Saturday night. You've got a glass of wine. I've got a glass of sparkling apple juice down here, which I picked up at the market today. Oh, yeah. Is it cloudy? If I look, uh, no, it's not cloudy. It's just, it's very clear. It's uh, Monteith, so nice Ooh, New Zealand. Oh, I do like that. They do a cider as well, don't they? I, I presume they probably do. Yeah. Um, and if I look just to my left, and I won't put the camera down, but um, there's a laundry sink next to me with my face mask getting washed. Oh, good. Sink. How many do you so, have? Do you like, do you have a good rotation? Uh, I've got three that I rotate, um, but one of them's too small and the other one needs to be replaced. So I'm really down to the, my last one. Because it's really about list management, isn't it, with the with the masks? Yeah, and you want to colour coordinate as well. So I've got like a sort of, you know, yellowish, orangey one that I sort of wear when Ooh. I want to sort of, you know, it sounds stand very, out a bit. Uh, very tartar kind of stained. Is that why? Uh, I don't know. It's um, my mother-in-law made it for me, and it just she just it matches my shoes, my 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 thorn-coloured shoes. Oh, I like that. Does so, it does it does it match your lawn shoes? No, no, that's a, that's a different category altogether. Okay, uh, what colour um, are they? <laughs> they're black. Okay, they're black. Um, but I've obviously got my two Melbourne blacks um face masks as well, which you know that's pretty standard Melbourne fare, obviously. Yep. Um, so that's some real talk. A um, couple of things. The uh, Mercury Prize came out this week. It did. Um, Arlo Parks. Arlo Parks collapsed in Sunbeam, Absolutely. which we reviewed. And I really like that. You and you and Matt weren't so It's funny, so you know, I listened that. to it again actually this morning and I, I 
I it's really grown on me. It, I mean, I, this, I'm trying to think: Am I being influenced by the fact that it won the Mercury Prize? But I listen back a couple of months later, and it absolutely is a brilliant record. So yeah, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. Congrats yep. so to Arlo Park. That I called that. Um, Did you call that for Mercury Prize? I didn't call it for Mercury. I called it as a good album. Okay. Um, All right. Well, let's so, put that up, on the record. Uh, yeah, that's on the record. So up also was, did you see who was on the list? So a heap of albums that we reviewed. The Laura Mavula. Yeah. Um, album was up. The Nubaya Garcia, Salt, Ferris Sanders and Floating Points. Little, so, S- Little Sims up there as well? No, because I don't think she had an album out. Okay. She only had the EP out last year. So. Gotcha. Leon yeah. La Havis? Leon La Havis, no, that was last year. Oh, that would have come out early 19, I think. Mm, true. Uh, no, sorry, early, early 2020. 20. Yep, yep. Yeah, so I'm not sure why that wasn't in there. Actually, that's interesting. You mm. would have thought that might have made it. Um, oh, I think, um, did uh, Jungle get shortlisted as well? I think so, yes, mm. yes. Um, and so, look, you know, like like a lot of musos Eric, that have been struggling to get motivated, I, I can put myself in that category. So this week you'll be pleased to know that I joined the Charlie Puth songwriting course Ooh. and I am now th- three lessons in What is Charlie that? What's that? What 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 is the Charlie Puth songwriting course? It's just Charlie Puth taking us through his his process of of writing songs and um you know what plugins he uses, how his his workflow, you know. So I'm going to be writing billion selling pop bangers in I a couple hope of so. weeks for sure. Well, we should we should note that uh, you know why I, I did want to say a big muzzle tov to you about your nomination for, uh, well, you know, Kylie's oh. nomination for Song of the Year at the Music Victoria Awards. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations Thanks, on that. Um, yes. That sparked a little bit of banter on the old text message <laughs> um, where, where uh, you know, I was I, I did like to be put back into my place, so thank you, Warren. Um, <laughs> well, you got nominated for the Alara. Well, I didn't write it, but, I, you know, I didn't write it. <laughs> so like, Warren pointed that out to me very early. <laughs> Um, that you know, yeah, being the producer of Song of the Year does not um, actually put you anywhere in the mix. No, no, you were there. You were on the journey. I mean, I only produced and wrote and sort of, you know, uh, blah blah blah. Well, mix. look, congratulations. It's a, it's, it, you know, no, I hope, to you. I hope Seriously. you. Uh, I hope you get up. Um, you know, is it, is it what happens now? Do they vote on it, or is there another? I think the public vote opens in October, and you know, with a band like Hiatus Cody uh, in the mix, I don't think anyone I've got any of us have got any chance whatsoever. That's but true. Nice to be nominated, obviously. Well, I'll um, vote so for well you. Done. I'll vote for but, you, Warren. Well, and speaking of um, of charting and stuff, I, I just need to tap back into the to the pod charts. Oh uh, yes. Do you, would you like me to point? Oh, I, I did a bit of deep diving because you asked me about it. This week, and I thought, oh, how do one? How does one find out about where you're ranking in the podcast um, amongst the podcast heavyweights? So I logged into Pod Charts, signed up, and I thought, oh, this, here's a scam. Talking of scams that we were talking about pre-show, but it actually did wasn't. Have, a did scam. you have to give your um your uh, the keys to your house as part of signing up? No, no, just a just a ten thousand dollar deposit, just to you know make sure that you know you don't do anything with the information that you shouldn't, but. <laughs> We um, it was interesting. It has a day by day charting. So Arik, wait for it. Here we go. Okay. In t- uh, three weeks ago, we we achieved our highest charting ever in the on the podcast charts. We achieved a ranking of fourteen out of what? Out of a million. Fourteen for what? We, we were the fourteenth ranked music um, commentary podcast in Australia. 
Wow. Uh, three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Fourteen. Now, yeah. the, what we what we still haven't uncovered if is that was for the. Um, I just want to point out that was for the Liz Stringer episode. I, um, <laughs> the one that I wasn't on. <laughs> what Amazing. Um, <laughs> can you just tell me? Do we know who the number one is? Um, no, you can't. I, you can go through and look at the rankings. So yeah, I'll, I'll get back to you. And, because and I think you know. it's. I think it might be time for us to start a bit of a Twitter beef with. Um, oh, with a couple of the top ranked. Yeah, I think so, so we're coming. We're coming for you. So what other stats could you find, was I? Apart from the uh, fact that we do really well when um, when I'm not on the show. Yeah, apart from that, um, and so obviously we need to talk to the committee about that moving yeah. forward, but um, we, we, we've had a couple, we've, we've hit the top 20 a couple of times for a few episodes, so that, that was kind of nice, not that I care. And I also found out that we, we're not ranking on Spotify because I'm not, um, I'm not uh, what do you call, when you put in the RSS feeds about what type of category you're in, I don't <sighs> put the right one, so... God knows what we're doing on Spotify. Probably yeah. top 10 for sure. Okay, well, let's hope. I would say. We can only hope. You know, we onwards and upwards. Hope. So that was, that's, that was pretty cool. So, look, it's Saturday night. We're here. We're ready to go. We're ready to talk some music. I'm excited. Well, I'm excited too. And I'm increasingly more excited because we have, uh, we have been lucky enough to have one of our old guests grace us this evening. She's not old. She's not. Well, no, she's not old. But I would say I one of. Old. Our, I mean, it was my birthday. Well, it was her birthday. <laughs> it was her birthday last Sunday. But we'll and we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. But I guess you know what it. I think in fact Niasha was our first guest. Am I right? No, I think she was the second. Second guest. Second guest. Kylie was the first. I think Kylie, Kylie was, was the first. first Niasha was the second guest. So I've already blown the lid on it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> back. On the All Music Is Good podcast for a second demand. time by popular wow. demand, the boss queen Did herself. Did you rank on the charts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she, she only said she'd come back on when we got a ranking over tw- in the uh, top yeah, 20. Okay. In the top 20. You know, call me when you make it. You <laughs> know it. And we may have made it already. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the boss queen herself, Niasha. And let's go. Welcome back. Thank I reckon Niasha, the um, the like, uh, so when we introduce our guests every week, like we play one of the songs, one of your songs, or whoever's coming on underneath. The, and without a doubt, my favourite so far is being Boss Queen. It just sits under the talking part so well. It's so cool. <laughs> I, I that, love that. That's supposed to come across like a compliment, and it possibly didn't. No, no, I it actually is. Mean, it, it sounds so good. It sounds. No, so I feel like it brings the ambiance. Yeah, it's, it's something's happening. Yeah, yeah a cool. lot is happening. Speaking yeah. of happening, Niasha, talk us. I believe it was your birthday last Sunday. It sure was. Happy I'm birthday. <laughs> So how does it feel? You. Uh, did you just hit? Wait, what? Do you mind if I ask what what number you reached? We can park it. <laughs> you are uh, Let, struggling. All right, let's call it. <laughs> I just wanted I'm to know: is it the Twenty Seven Club? Have you just hit the Twenty Seven Club? No. no. All right, we've the got. Twenty Second Club is next week, but I don't mind people asking my age because I love getting older. I feel like it's like a gift to keep growing. So I'm Absolutely. 26. Twenty six, yeah, but, but I'm no longer in the youth category, so Ooh, yikes. Really? Ooh, that's <laughs> you know, true. Eighteen to oh, twenty five. In the triple J youth category. Or no, is that, that twenty four? You know, no, she's right. It's twenty five. It's eighteen to twenty five. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So how so does it feel contemporary? You are. That's why I said I'm an old ass lady. So yeah. <laughs> so I guess triple you've crossed. So. Well, I guess you've crossed into adult contemporary now, right? 
Nah, mm. but I still look young, so I can I can I can find ways. Yeah. <laughs> I look 16, so. <laughs> so did you do? What did you do? Anything fun for your birthday? <sighs> Good question. I just spent time with family, um, really, and then after we had dinner and the cake thing, we just played some of the music that I used to listen to when I was younger, and we danced. Oh, that's so beautiful. Family, so. My, our partner and my siblings. Yeah. What kind of music did you listen to when you were younger? So, uh, well, Michael Jackson was one of them. Okay. So it's too bad because it used to be that song that I would wake up, put it, put the CD in my mom's radio in her room, and dance to it. So that's how I kind of learned how. Was to that bad? Was well. it the song, the lead song, bad, or was it the whole album? Yeah, bad and the al- like all of the Michael Jackson albums. We had all of them. Um, my dad had had those. So that and then Fat Man School, Crook and Clint, Timberland. <laughs> <laughs> So it was like Timbaland and Magoo, which was from the movie You Got Served. So we were dancing to that, doing all the stupid moves, cracking. So did, did your mum get down to that too? To the music? Well, no, but like, I mean, like, I know, like, I know, I, like, I know when I was growing up, like, you know, I'd certainly, like, me and my mum definitely, like, both liked Michael Jackson. So that was an easy one that we could both get oh, down to. Gotcha. But then if I put on, like, Run DMC, which I was really into as a nine year old, she wasn't really into Run DMC. But like,. It. So when you're putting on Michael Jackson, is that like a the family's into that, and then you chuck on Timberland? Are the family still on into that, or <laughs> um, if I put Michael Jackson, the whole family? Well, I should say my dad kind of introduced me to to music that's more circular. My mom was more of like a Kenny Rogers, Don uh, Williams. Like, I know yeah, yeah, all the country yeah. songs. Okay, <laughs> yeah, right. Wow. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, so I am very much exposed to like country and grew up on like yeah, Kenny Rogers, Don Williams, Dolly Parton. Wow. Stuff. Yeah. So she. That's. I feel like that's also where my songwriting comes from because when they country writers be writing. <laughs> yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, you, I mean, uh, you've always written. You've always written in kind of a story form, right? Like lyrically, exactly. that's how you approach it. Yeah. So I didn't even know that, but um, the more that I go back to like my journey as a musician, the more I realize, yeah, that had a big influence, Celine Dion, and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, Michael Jackson was more my dad. My dad is into like random things, like. He had Justin Timberlake, like, Love, Sex, and Magic. <laughs> you know that um, Love, Sex, right album. Has album? Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic album. Was it appropriate right. for my time? Not really. <laughs> he listened to that. He introduced me to Backstreet Boys, Westlife. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so he's very he diverse in the bands. way that he... Yeah, and the way that he listens to music, like he had Rihanna's album, Chris Brown, Wall to Wall, all this. I love of, that. Yeah, so Can he's we get very him? diverse. We, I guess, he, I mean, maybe we need to chat with him and get him on next week. Wow, just as, throw uh, me out there. Yeah. <laughs> throw me off the podcast. Get, get, <laughs> guest, guest, guest curator, that, that, that could be awesome. I reckon he would love it if I asked him. Uh, well, it's also good to know, Eric, that um, where your obsession with Adidas came from, knowing that the you run DMC. Oh, absolutely, that absolutely. That makes sense. I um, 1989 was the year. I was in grade two, and my friend brought in 1989. 1989. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he brought. I think oh, it was man. tougher than leather. Sorry, born. no, my bad. <laughs> 1992, 1991. My bad. I was in grade four, and my friend brought in the cassette tape of Run DMC Tougher Than Leather and I heard Mary Mary for the first time mm. and lost it, completely lost it. And then remember how like with those old tapes, it, like when you press play, it would go boo, 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 boo. Do you remember that? No. No? It was like a little print on the on the tapes. Anyways, I don't know. I just I always remember that. Um, 
Anyway, Run DMC, Tougher Than Leather. Love, love, love. You said you were going to be on tonight. I am trying. I am trying. I'm trying. I also understand, Niasha, because I guess you are in a different part of Victoria, which has a different like kind of thing going on. We're obviously in... In a in a metro, and you're just a bit out in Backers. Is it Backers? Yeah, Backers. Backers. Ba- <laughs> yeah. Um, so what's what's life what's life in uh, in I guess regional Victoria like these days? I mean, we're open, but you're open. at the same time, are we open? Because there's <laughs> there's not much to do in regional. I know that it's That's open. True. Like Grey Flag, I could go to the nail shop. You know, I got to get my nails done for my I birthday. I see you got was, your nails yeah, done. They look which is. Freaking super excited! So on point. First time I ever got acrylic. I was so scared in the nail shop because I, the lady was asking me, "What do you want? What shape?" I was like, "I don't know. Just do something, <laughs> but don't make it too long because I still want to wipe my ass." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> That's important to me. That's not absolutely. Very yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's not, but it's crucial. Okay. Yeah, it has real world implications. Yeah. yeah so is that exactly. is that a? I mean. I'm not, I don't know much about nails. I'm not, I, but like, it looks I. like there's a pretty cool color. What is that? Uh, is that yeah, purple? so I got my favorite na- nail color, which is like, yeah, lilac, lavender, purple. Lilac, lavender. Thing. And then I got like a gold glitter on the ring fingers, just in case, you know, a ring wanted to be placed <laughs> on it. I said, you, never, you know, <laughs> put the ring on it. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, so I guess like, I, I mean, is, I mean, the rationale is like, you know, get 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 the attention onto the ring finger. Who knows what could happen later on? You know, it's I a subliminal. You're describing this to me, Arik. This is great. Uh, just let it leave it to Arik. He he knows exactly what I, this is about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been doing it's this a, for it's years. It's a subliminal message. You know, right. when you send hints to people, like, right. yo, I like it. My, my my ring finger is looking a little golden, a little empty. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I love um, that. I'm gonna start looking for that. Yeah. So now, so <laughs> not not in a like way that just just as a, an observing. It's a thing. thing. Well, I mean, it's to, it, I mean, as someone that also needs that uh, message transmitted to me, I'm gonna keep an eye out from my partner when she goes to get her nails done and just double check. I will when, talk to uh, her after. If she turns up. Yeah, yeah, time, yeah. If, uh, if, if, if there's a bit of extra bling on the uh, extra bling on the extra bling on the ring. Yeah. Then uh, maybe that's a message. You know what you should be doing, Eric? Just have the ring ready, and when she comes home with it, you just go, well, I think I've got something you know, well, I can help you with that. Done. Okay, Bang. well, Warren's one. throwing down. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, Niasha, just, tell us, since last time we've seen you, I think you put out a new track. Did I? Yeah, I think. How four, long ago four, was that on the show? I think you were in like August 2020, and I think since then, four, did 4am come out? When did 4am come yes, out? Yes, it sure did. 4am came out on the 14th of September 2020. Yeah. There you go. And I think you it was just about to come out um, because we played Boss Queen on your intro, so maybe this week we'll play 4am. Or actually, when I say this week, maybe, we've already played it. It's retrospective. Yeah, That's actually now. what we've been hearing. <laughs> yeah, it's, play, it's, it's been playing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why not um, play both? <laughs> well, so, we will. No. We did play both. Can't you hear oh, it? Well, we did. Yeah, sure, we did. <laughs> so, Nyasha, tell us, uh, with 4AM, um, so how, how did that come about? I, I believe, did you use a, um, a mix engineer uh, from overseas for that? Uh, or someone to mix the music? Yeah. Yeah, sure did. Um, his name's Courage or COG Beats. And, yeah, that was an interesting kind of journey, like moving away from being in studio and 
mixing with someone and mm. having to like convey the message through like email. It's so hard. Well, what you just say generally isn't it? Just, just make it sound awesome. Yeah, yeah, it makes sound good, but I'm also very particular. I'm like, no, you know the part where you do this. Can we add a little bit this and that? Can we make it sound more like have a clarity? But then clarity means different things to different people. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. happy with it. Yeah, we got the end. The end. And and I mean that, that that's I guess a relatively new collaboration. From what I understand, um, he's based out of Zimbabwe. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. And that's also from where where you were born. Where I'm from. Yeah. Where you're from. So yeah. Like, talk me through. Like, was how did that co- collab come about? Were you looking for someone specifically from Zimbabwe, or was it was it like just this perfect kind of union? How how did the whole thing kind of come about? Um, I think. I've, I knew him from a long time ago because I I always I watch people in the like on the low key like yeah. how they're moving and what they're doing. So he was um, a mix engineer for one of like the biggest artists in Zimbabwe right now. So I was kind of at the time when I messaged him, he quoted me his prices, and I was like, oh. I work in Nando's, so these prices I cannot <laughs> afford. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you know, yeah, right? yeah. And then, you know, when I got that little pay rise, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and got a little few hustles here and there. I was like, okay, now we can talk. Yeah, great. Um, and that's kind of how it happened, yeah. So do, do you keep a, like an eye on what's going on in that scene? The, that in, in the Zimbabwe scene? scene? Yes, indeed. Um, especially in the R&B and like um, hip-hop space. What, what's the predominant genre that's that's popular? There's like anywhere else, R and B and hip hop. Um, I could say that, but then there's also dancehall is pretty big in Zimbabwe. Like, it's pretty big. Um, there's a big dancehall scene. There's a big, um, yeah, I think I would say hip hop. And then there's now this new thing with like the joining of like South Africa with Ama Piano. So more and more people are, are making um, Ama Piano music. Uh, and and what and what what is upper piano music? Uh, so I'm a piano is basically like uh, the direct translation is like piano music. So they use like little, but then it's got like a um, like a vibe, like a rhythm to it. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's the cool. It's my favorite genre ever, more than cool. hip hop. <laughs> are, there, are there any um, any kind of artists that are worth noting in that style? <laughs> okay, so biggest artists that have made. Like I'm a piano, I'm a piano is this guy named Kabza the Small, and uh, what's the there's DJ Mapurisa as well. There is there's so many people like because now it's such a genre that everybody wants to be a part of. Yeah, cool. Mm. So is the local scene really strong then? Is it is it more local than international? It's it's now international. Like if you have a look at the UK scene. Ama Piano is slowly like becoming a thing now and everybody wants to jump on as mm, well. It's kind really of like cool. when, um, when what's her name? When Beyonce did Black is King, like you could start to hear the little bit of the the influence. And like now when you listen to like Kid and all them people, like everybody's kind of catching the, the wave with it. So it's kind of like I'm just reading about now. So it's like it's like partly a bit house. But yeah. emerged in South Africa in 2012, so it's brand new. Um, yeah, it's like it was low key, but now it's Quato basslines, low tempo 90s South African house rhythms and percussions from local subgenres of house known as Bacardi. Am mm. I reading anything <laughs> that's particularly accurate? 
I mean, Wikipedia. I mean, busted. I've another question, Yasha. Like, I mean, I guess so. Zimbabwe in the southern part of Africa is there like do, do there sort of are there scenes that kind of connect in like particular regions? Thinking you've got, I mean, South Africa is Mozambique as well in that part of the continent like is there yeah so um my the re- southern africa is basically like south africa lesotho swaziland namibia botswana malawi zambia um yep. and yeah mozambique and would though would that would there be sort of like would that be sort of its own kind of like touring space where an artist who's popping in say zimbabwe would find an audience in those different southern parts or is that or is it a little bit more diverse thinking thinking about like there's like in you know i guess a you know it's a european context there's like eastern european western european right, they'll do that I circuit you. And, you know latin america has the latin scene and then of course you know but then there's like the north latin north latin america south southern latin america is that is that a thing back back um, home or i think it's a little bit based on the artist's personal strategy of, of sure. how they want to expand on how they want to tour. Mm. And then there's also this underlying thing about like um, colonial states in, in a sense. So like people who speak maybe like Portuguese kind of thing. So you, you would tour like Mozambique, Angola, that kind of vibe. Mm. Yeah, Whereas yeah. like those like with like British previous colonization and things like that would yeah. be touring countries that are relatively like, British colonial, you know what I mean? What I'm saying? Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. So it's because, like, it's also really difficult to get into countries that are like that were colonized by different countries. Gotcha. So, like, for example, to get into Mozambique, you probably won't go straight. You have to go this way, then back, then down into that country. Yeah. Yeah. And then for some artists, like in South Africa, they, they speak different languages. So they would try to go to countries that have like similar, um, languages or go yeah. to nigeria because nigeria the scene there the music scene is quite big yeah, so if right. you collab then you have better chance of like getting out there but most people like to go to the u.s or yeah. to the uk mostly because yeah. a lot of for example zimbabweans do um migrate to the uk sure so you can yeah build your your thing over there and is there like i guess in the fact you know thinking about you know you've obviously been collaborating collaborate with someone from back in zimbabwe and i believe from what I understand, as you know, a bit of inside information. There's some new music coming out, um, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, which uh, you know, I, from what I've seen, just from your live shows as well, that you've been sort of kind of experimenting as well in so much as language and and, and how you're performing. So, can you talk? Would you be up for talking about talking to us about that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, what do you want to know? Well, I mean, I know that there's a song. Well, you know, I mean, I don't want to rip the lid off it, but there's there's obviously no, you a song. Can take it. I mean, it's oh, no, not coming heard, out know, now. So, I've heard, I, well, I've heard you. I've heard you performing a song that is, I guess, from you know your original language. Um, yeah. How how is that writing in that in that way and and kind of performing? Um. Yeah. Well, so the song that he's speaking about it's called Harare, which is like a basically a, a dedication to um, my birth town. Um, and it's so interesting because, um, Harare is the capital, isn't it? 
Yeah, it's the capital city. Yep. So the beat that I wrote it to, COG Beats actually made that beat. So I yeah, cool. went on his beat star, whatever, I found it. And then I was just cleaning the house and I was like, ooh, I'm from the city. Uh, uh, uh. I like, oh, I could do something. And then, yeah, because it was about my birthplace, it made, it was actually appropriate for me to yeah, use yeah, yeah. my, yeah, my mother tongue, which is Shona. So I used quite a lot of that in the song. And I thought it, it, sound, it sounds so... For lack of a better word, it sounds so gangster. Like it's you know what I mean? Like that's yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. it sounds it, it sounds like a boss, like a boss yeah. queen is on it. Yeah. And, so and, I can't wait. And was that like I guess yeah, was that was that an like a, a new space? Do you see yourself sort of um continuing to sort of pl- write in your mother tongue or was that like just a moment in time? Like how does it like how does it feel? Does it would that get picked up? Would that find an audience, say, back in Zimbabwe or UK, these sorts of places? Yeah, I, I reckon it definitely will because of the language thing and it also because the name of the song is Harare. So people will be like, sure. well, what is this and who the hell is this? Um, but in general, I think I would love to continue to write more um, in my language. Um, it's just that sometimes, like, my language is very heavy like on the tongue (laughs) it's hard to like rhyme words and like yeah it's it's very interesting like it's it's a heavy um it's a heavy language but i'm learning to not use that as an excuse to not use it um and just like keep writing so sometimes you hear like one or two words over there or you hear in the ad libs or something or you hear like in harare the actual song um words and full sentences and things like that that's really cool I think the thing that we've we've noticed from reviewing heaps of albums the last year and a half is that, you know, authentic is king. So if it's authentic and it feels, you know, like it's something that's coming from the heart that it doesn't exactly. matter what what genre you're pitching it at or anything like that. It just it just if it feels like it's part if of it you is, and it's, it is. that's yeah. true, yeah. then it's then it then it's got a chance to connect, I think. Absolutely. And I guess finally the other thing I saw I noticed you've been up to is you have like taken us to the future and you've been doing some virtual reality stuff what the hell you are is that all about on me. <laughs> Damn, you're stalking he said i've been watching it yeah no, it's <laughs> yeah so the virtual reality yes um i'm really looking forward to that because curating that was a really fun experience and it really pushed me out of my comfort zone and it also made me realize how much of a um visual person I am like in terms of directing and wanting things to look a certain way and be a certain way I was like damn I could really be a director do you know what I mean yeah absolutely um because of the way that I see things and I watch a lot of things like I watch a lot and I love to like analyze and be like oh so that's why they did the camera angle like this that's why it does this and blah blah so um yeah so with the virtual reality was insane because um it was like a one take performance I had to perform five songs or whatever however many it was five or six and yeah I just had to connect with different cameras looking in different spots and things like that and do multiple takes and it was I was huffing and puffing I don't know how people (laughs) do that and I had to use in-ears for the first time in my life it was great but I was like damn I should where was I when other people were using in-ears yeah cool was did you yeah. do innies? Is that is that a you um, thing? Yeah, I've dabbled, but I still haven't made the full transition across yet. But um, I'm is, getting closer. Is innies? My ears are starting to go. Like you know, I'm I'm noticing it more and more. So 
As in you're noticing that you need them or you're noticing... Yeah, I think I just don't need that sort of barrage of sound coming at me on stage anymore. So it's sort of... Yeah, I, I think I'm going to make the jump pretty soon. Is it? Is that? Is it? Is it basically like? I mean, I, I've noticed definitely when I like go see bands, they're like their bands and they're doing a thing, and they've got their fallback and they've got their thing, and then next minute they're rocking in ears, and it's like, ooh, who the fuck are these guys it's with their funny, in-ears, It's a funny you know? one. I was like, at a festival uh, pre-COVID, and I watched a really famous act from side of stage, and they all had in ears in. And the amps were there for looks. Mm. They everything was coming through the foldback, mm-hmm. and you could hear you could hear the kick drum, and you could hear like a little bit of vocals. But basically, it was quiet on stage, mm-hmm. and it was such a bizarre experience, sort of seeing this massive band just not have any noise on stage. Was oh, really was I? I've got a very similar story. Really I, I remember I, in two thousand and ten, I was. Um, I was at it was at a festival, a Benicassim festival in, in Spain, and I went and I watched Goldfrap. Um, yeah. yeah, oh Goldfrap. Yeah, I, I went and watched Goldfrap side side of stage. Because before, have yeah. I told you this story? Have I told you it on may, the pod? I have. I hope not. <laughs> Just give us the quick version. Oh, I'll give you the quick version. <laughs> Fuck. But basically, I watched. Um, I was watching them. Um, yeah. front of house. It was like the biggest, best sound I've ever seen. And then I was like, oh, I've got to go watch side of stage. So I ran. Because, you know, I had an access all areas pass because, you know, I mean... Okay. You know, yeah. You're, yeah, you're the Northside Hustler. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I went and watched Side of Stage and they all had in-ears and the only thing I could hear was a very, very soft drum kit. And yeah. it was wild, huh? It's just like... It is weird. I yeah. mean, you, you wonder about, like, what energy, like how, how the crew can... Um, Generate energy them. between it between everyone when everyone's on in ears. Well, they have to be good actors. I mean, they're hearing it like you know yeah, beautifully. True. So I mean, mm. that, there is that energy, but it's that sort of pumping that's coming through your body that that is not there. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's it's still there for me. Like it was more the experience of like it feels like I, I felt like I could hear myself better, and I, I don't have to yeah. look for like okay, am I pitching this right? Because the wind is taking the sound. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd imagine it'd be definitely super fun for vocalists. Yeah, I think it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, oh, amazing. So, you, mm. Niasha, next time I see you live, you're going to be rocking in ears, and I'll no, be like, "Fuck, what's going on here?" That's a lot of work. Well, you got to buy them too, and they cost them exactly. And, and then yeah. now you can't. Yeah. You, you have to switch them out because it's COVID. Oh it yeah, true. Yeah. Good point. It's yeah. long. <laughs> Well, speaking of switching out, why don't we switch over to our first segment of the week, the Instagram like of the week. Go ahead, Warren. Nice segue, Arik. Congratulations. One of your better ones. Okay, so the the Instagram like of the week is a segment that celebrates a new Instagram account we've come across between episodes. Each week I invite my co-host and this week's celebrity guest, Diasha, to guess who or what. Wow, celebrity guest. Exactly. Yeah, we're going to big up you. Um, we're going to guess who or what this mystery account may be. As we like to reiterate each episode, we aren't about the thrills of a cheap like. It's more about us honouring others with an All Music Is Good like on their account. So a selective group of people who received this honour. In our last episode, we welcomed Phil Collins in our worthy recipient yes. of an Instagram like. And look, I'm looking at the account this week and there's only one thing that we are looking at. Arik. You know what it is. We all know what it is. Daniel Ricciardo won Ooh, the Grand Prix last week. Okay, he won a Grand Prix. It's I didn't notice. Amazing, amazing. 
that's because everyone crashed. Everyone crashed. But he and he was. What happened to Lewis Hamilton? What happened? (laughs) Stop it. Um, Lewis Lewis Hamilton um, crashed into um, Max Verstappen. And they took each know, other the out. The only person I know is Lewis Hamilton. That's why I saw like, where's Lewis Hamilton? Yes, he was doing very well. He should have won, really, but then he crashed. And uh, then All Music is Good's favourite, um, our own Daniel Ricciardo, sneaked in for the win. Nice. Um, so yeah, that, was, that was a big week on Danny Rick's uh, Instagram account, Eric. So there okay, you go. that's good news. So, so this week's um, inductee... Uh, so I'm gonna. I'm just gonna read out some clues. And all right. Feel all free right. To so jump basically, in. okay. So you throw a clue out, and then we'll try and answer. Let's go. Okay. So as a youngster, I was very much in love with studying ballet, and I often credit it for my achievements later in life. That's clue number one. Okay. Clue number one. Okay. okay. So you're you're doing it in first person tonight. That's pretty nice. Oh no, I'll probably just swap in between. You know, between I, I, I like it being first because person because they committed. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. Commit to this it. This is like mass singer. <laughs> I'll, I'll jump at some stage. Um, as a kid, I taught myself English by watching episodes of The Flintstones. Okay. Sounds like Esther Perel or something. Don't, don't go Ooh. too early. Don't go too early. Okay. We've got to call early. Moving from Europe to LA, I was determined to get into film. And my first role was as a breakdance extra in the 1984 movie Breakin'. And as you would expect, Eric, from the plot, the plot centres around a group of breakdancers struggling to be taken seriously within the dance community. Oh my gosh! And 1984. Yeah, no, I know. That's I, that, I, was, I wasn't even there. Yeah, that's cool. I don't remember either. Yeah, break. But you know, I think maybe after, <laughs> after tonight, maybe we all get on YouTube. Oh my and god! Check imagine out if it was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Or you can just jump on now and have a look, Eric. Um, the first big break was as a car was being cast as the monster in the movie Predator, but the person was fired because he constantly argued with the producer, and the producer then decided he wasn't big enough to play the monster. Oh my god! Is this John Claude Van Damme? The character John Cage in the arcade game Mortal Kombat Isn't that is the based guy on this character. Was in the CIA, or like a secret agent, but like not a secret agent at the same time. But he was a secret agent for the in, in the industry. <laughs> What? Oh my God, Niasha! <laughs> what? You've got some. You've got some deep intel okay. that we need to know about. Just ah, um, my bad. Oops. He, he became friends with Chuck Norris when Norris gave him a job as being a bouncer at his bar he owned, and they would they would spar together. All right, I'm giving it to you this week. The muscles from Brussels. Oh, JCVD. Yeah. See, but Jean Claude, listen, listen. Well okay, done, thank yeah, you, yeah, but go. Yeah. Oh, my God, Niasha's about but to drop some, some there truth. Is, yeah, let me drop the bomb on y'all. Should I whisper this? Yeah, <laughs> Yo, yeah you can whisper it. I think, I'm pretty sure it says that there's a documentary somewhere, even on Netflix, I don't know, where he talks about he was like a secret spy or something. Really? Who for? Who had a successful career in the entertainment industry, but he was sent to spy... Oh. In the entertainment industry. Wow. wow. That's so weird. I've been Bombshell. talking to someone about that stuff today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wow. because to, to, so. to play with the big guys, you've got to be a big guy. So someone, some spy agency gave him the, the front. And then once Yay. you're in, you're in. You get all the info. Oh, my God. Exactly. Well, there you go. The muscles from Brussels. All right, congratulations. That's the first one for a while. Nice. Thank you. Well, I no, I think. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you almost got it now, Sha, because um, was it, was Arnold Schwarzenegger not the was he not the co-star of Predator? 
Uh, I don't know. I've never seen Predator. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Oh, but I will be seeing Breakin tonight. I think he sure. was. Oh yeah, I'm gonna watch Breakin. Yeah, he will, he was wearing this sort of one piece. I, I looked at the screenshots of it. So Jean Claude's got this one piece um, black lycra thing on, but it the you know it comes down really low on his chest, and it's just it's magical, magical. He's a look. He's he's a great uh, great actor, great uh, great thespian. Right, him and um, what's the guy who was in all the movies with? Dolph Lundgren. Oh, Dolph Lundgren, yes, yeah. absolutely. Look, yeah, you what don't need to get the start on JCVD. So that was our Instagram like of the week. We might get into the music. Uh, so we'll be back in just one moment. Melanin dripping, L-O-N-D-O-N, city girl living in the back, looking like fire, chili pepper, you're a girl tougher than imperial leather. He was getting bitter while she was getting better, diamonds are forever. Miss Sierra Leone looking like a gem, works hard in the week. Party. So the first album we're looking at tonight is Little Sims' new album, Sometimes I Might Be an Introvert. A tough rhyming rapper whose approach is equally effective over jagged and smooth productions. Little Sims, originally Lil Sims, Lil Sims is also known as an actor for her reoccurring roles on the BBC Spirit Warriors and E4's Youngers. Her early career consisted of underground releases such as 2014's EDGE and Blank Canvas. Sims's official debut, debut A Curious Tale of Trials, Plus Persons arrived in 2015. Born in Islington, England, she gained notice through her television gigs but saw music as her real calling long before she reached the screen. She released her first mixtape in 2010 and continued to issue freely available material including Blank Canvas, Blank Canvas a mixtape supported by Jay-Z's Life and Times website. For several years, her, her 2014 output was prolific, a period during which four EPs came out and impressed peers and DJs alike. In early 2015, she was crowned Breakthrough Artist of the Year at BBC DJ Giles Peterson's Worldwide Awards. That September, she released her first proper album, A Curious Tale of Trials and Persons, for her own Age 101 label. Two years of intense touring followed, culminating in Sims' second album, 2017's Stillness in Wonderland, which alluded to her experience in the music industry and her lifestyle on tour. She followed with 2019's Grey Area, featuring appearances by Cleo Soul, Chronix and Little Dragon. A year later, Sims picked up her ongoing EP series with um, Drop Six. During the COVID-19 pandemic, which began in 2020, she started writing her fourth full-length album, 2021, Sometimes I Might Be an Introvert. As such, the album was even more reflective than usual, with Sims taking stock of her place in the industry, her personal relationships, and her perspective on society. Okay, so I might kick it off. Um, I think it's fair to say you don't start an album with a song like Introvert with its almost call-to-arms fanfare without knowing you're planning on dropping what I would consider one of the albums of the year. And I think it's fair to say that this is one of those albums, wouldn't you agree? I think we might 
be in a grand on this one. But coming in over an hour, um, the whole thing just flows along. And by the time, like, Red Room by Hiatus Cody started playing, I just couldn't believe I'd listened to the thing for an hour. Um, look, there's not much I don't love about this album. First up, I thought that the cadence and tone of Lil Sims' voice is just so on point. Um I don't reckon... Would it be unfair to say that there's, like, a really strong similarity to Sampa the Great and her delivery style? I was going to say that. I've said it to Ari. I was like, they feel like geographical versions of each other. Yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, it's not interesting. I'm sure... I mean, Little Sim's been doing her thing for longer, obviously. I'm not saying there's copying, but there's a real similarity. And but and it's freaking cool. Like, it's cool. Um, the second thing I would say is that the production and the sound of this album is just so beautiful. Like... That 70s Philly soul, Delphonics, Black Ivory, you know, the sound of it, the whole thing, it just takes you to that sort of place of, of those classic sort of 70s soul albums. Um, there's a real crossover between modern and throwback where they use um, this at times as a, as a nod. And there's also nods to, you know, the classic sample-based hip-hop, um, especially on um, track three, Two Worlds Apart, which was just awesome. Um but seriously, how good is track two, woman? Oh, oh God. Just three total bangers to start the album. <laughs> Look, yeah. um, four total gonna, bangers. Track one to four had me. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, like, I'm at a bit of a loss to keep going with superlatives. Like, the interludes, like, I mean, there's so many ways that this could have gone wrong. But when it's done right in the context of the songs and, like, the spirit of creativity, it can just... I think it just elevates a piece of art from, like, great to brilliant. And I think they worked really well in the context of this album. And mm. how cool was the orchestration behind Rapper Who Came to Tea? I mean, what a crazy name for a title. Yeah. Like, it's just so Alice in Wonderland. Like, yeah. like it was so wrong that it was right. Like, was it crazy? <laughs> um, like, lyrically, it's obviously an album of questioning and self-discovery and those feelings of uncomfortableness and melancholy and 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 it bring it brought a real tension to the songs so mm. look Arik, like you introduced me to little sims last year and it was obvious that she had serious talent but sometimes talent doesn't always translate to people delivering and sometimes like i get frustrated when people you know who are capable of producing great art never take that that last step I think with this album, she's definitely taken that step and I think this elevates her in my book to one of the most interesting artists on the planet. Um, This is a serious album and not one that I fully think I'm able to deconstruct on two listens, but I know Mm. it's a banger and I can't wait to get it on vinyl. I think it's going to sound incredible on Wax. Um, Wax? God damn. Yeah, yeah. Look, best tunes for me really impossible to say i'm looking through my spotify playlist and i've got nine songs that we've got hearts next to them yeah and also i mean someone's going to mention that but that tiny desk of her doing some of the songs is just incredible so i just think this is a a goal this album is so good um i might throw it on to niasha to see if she agrees with me probably doesn't because we don't often agree on things I, I really wanted to fight you today. Maybe we'll fight on the next album, but okay. I, I swear if you were going to fight me on this one, I was going to fight you to the end because... Nothing this, to fight about. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like... Here's what I'll say first. For me personally, this has been my favourite album since Samba the Great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the return. there you go. 
Um, and this is because it, it takes you, like you said, it takes you on a journey. Like you feel like for me, it was just like black excellence. It was like, you're giving me violins, you're giving me samples, you're giving me a, a girl who's speaking in a British accent in the background. <laughs> <laughs> it's the girl who, um, you know who it is? It's the girl who played Diana in the, was it the Queen? Is that what it's called, or the oh, one the, the royal family, the crown? Oh, the crown. Yeah, the crown. Yeah. The girl who plays Diana. That's the girl who's doing the um the voiceover. Yeah, and I'm like, what are you talking about? I feel like I'm at a high tea, and then she's you know the, you know, the, you know, the rapper that can, I said. This sounds like I'm at a bougie as English it's... tea party, and it's still like black excellence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm in a room it, with my as friend. I said, it shouldn't work, but it works. It's, it's weird. Oh, man, like, look, all right, first time, because the thing is, for me, I haven't, this is, once again, me, I look at people from over there, like, I've heard the name Little Sins, Little Sins, Little Sins, Little Sins, and sometimes it takes me a while to be like, okay, I'll check out an artist later, so, I heard woman, I watched the video, and I was like, where's she been all my life, what have I been doing, <laughs> what yeah. the hell have I been doing, and visually, like, the way that she's presenting like the album through visuals and like when you watch introvert, when you watch just how like she's putting, like she put in work. I respect that. Yeah. 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 I respect that. Yeah. yeah. It's, well, it's, she it's, said that's one of the things she does. She said she, she worked, she's worked hard. Like she, there's a big difference between people who've got talent and people who've got talent and work hard. And she said oof, she's a worker nah, uh, and you can see that she's worked nah, her butt off. Absolutely. What did you think? Um, what in terms of songs, Niasha? Like, how did you kind of get in? Like, talk us through your kind of experience listening to the record. <sighs> okay, where do I even begin? Because I I love listening to albums in the car, so I listen to it on my way to somewhere, and like. Mm. Track yeah, number. When you've got a 5k radius, you can't really go. <laughs> well, I'm in regional, and my oh, partner no, are, lives sorry. lives in metro, so I can travel back and forth. But so I listen hey. to it on my on the way to my partner's house, and I'm a mess by the time I get there. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was too good. Um, but yeah, so introvert starts off like we got orchestra, we got this, we got that. Do an orchestra in an album, you got me. I'm done. I'm sold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a big call, though. Hey, don't you reckon? Yeah, Literally, you've got to get, get it right, don't you? Like yeah. it's not. Yeah. Mm. So she comes in, it's heavy, it's it's wild, it's orchestra, it's this. I'm like, oh, snap, that's how you begin an album. And the fact yeah. that it's called introvert, like intro, introvert, I don't know, I'm reading too much into it. <laughs> no, 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 that's exactly and, what it is. How, how amazing is like it kind of, it starts like it's this literally like a call to arms, like, a, like she's totally. about to go to war. And then the actual beat drops and it's this small, but it's like oh. this small, tight beat, you know? Which is just a drum kit, a bass, and a guitar, and it's like, fuck, how good is that? You know what That's I mean? Amazing. Like, yeah. So I was sold. I said, song one, I'm sold. It's, the rest of it, I don't even know what's going to sound like. Woman is just beautiful, clear soul's voice. It's just like yeah. there, mm. it's buttery. It's like melting. You, I feel like a woman. Like, I, you, it feels like one of those songs that you get dressed to go to like a like an awards night. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, two words apart with the sample, like it's insane. I love, I love you, I hate you, because it's such a deep song. And I think in the tiny desk, she explains like it's, some, it's something that really took her a while to write and speak about because it's about her relationship with her father. Right. And I think oh, okay. that's yeah. such like an authentic thing to do to actually 
open up about something like that like you're telling your parent that i love you and i hate you at the same time because mm. of what you've done to me it's mm. it's wild it's wild and then you know the interludes and that we've got stand innovation my god today the bars that were spit in that song yes. i cannot i cannot i cannot i cannot i cry <laughs> do you know what i <laughs> I actually cried at the end of that song yeah, when right. she's talking about um um like the the preachers the blah 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 and it's almost like a speech like a poem at the mm. end of that track like I don't know what it was about that moment it just it just made me teary like it yep, made me yep. really emotional that I should which I've never really done for music mm. in a really long time so that was. Mm. That was deep. That was insane. Point and Kill is very much like high life, fella culty oh, vibes. Yeah, I got that one marked. It's... Yeah, that's cool. Damn. I have was... you seen the film? Have you seen the film clip for that? I sure have. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm in Lil Sims heaven right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wires, have you seen the film clip? interview? I'm watching it. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the film clip, Wires? No, I haven't seen any. Of the oh film my god. Yet. Okay. Oh, I've it's seen set the in Nigeria. It's it's unbelievably good. Yeah. <laughs> And how good was the last track? Misunderstood. Oh, that was oh so good. Oh, my God. <clears throat> it's interesting, it's right? Just, like, go ahead. Sorry, it's just bangers. Like, But it's not bangers like, you know, you'd expect from like a pop smoke. <laughs> bangers, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. pop bangers. And then there's music that is like, it feels like music. It's yeah, not a it's track a that album. you... Yeah, it's not a track you put out to get more fans. It's like, I've put my heart, work, and my, like, my heart into this. Like, she put yep. her foot in that. It's a really good point. It, you know, I want to, I want to like pick up on what you just said. The concept of an artist putting an album out not to get more fans, but to just say something. And I kind of mm. feel that this is one of those records. Mm. You know, like it, it's My not, God. it's not, it's not like, it's not self-conscious in it's trying to make bangers. It's, it's a, it's an album. You know. Yeah, it speak it it stands on its own, and that's why I feel like it's really sad that when it was released, it was released around Donda and Drake's mm. album. It, it kind yeah. of felt like everybody was so focused on that, and it was like, oh shit, okay, we are trying to argue between these two people over there. But for me, that was better than all all of them. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't think anyone's got an issue with it, to be honest. I think we all, I think everyone knew it was coming, and yeah. and everyone was. She's well enough known and well enough respected for people to listen to it. Still, yeah. And, you know, once once you listen to this, you know what it is. Mm. So can I throw a couple of curveballs into the mix, <laughs> given you guys have been really absolutely, you know, glowing about this? Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. reckon you should. I think we just go to the next review. No, 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 no. But it's I, no, no, it's a, it's a, I'm, not questioning, I'm not questioning the album, but I, I do have some points of conjecture, so to speak. So Damn, go for it. That's agreeing a, that's with, a word. A, Agreeing with you both, introvert, ridiculously good. Um, And, you know, like for me, just in terms of a statement visually as well on the film clip and the grandness of of the orchestra, it just says, I'm not fucking around and I loved that. And then Woman... I I literally think this is the best song that's come out this year. I... Can't, I, I I cannot top it. It's it's the best song that I've heard this year. It's absolutely ridiculous. And then you you've it got peaked two, too early for Yarek. No, it, I don't think anything's going to come even close. I don't think anything can come even close. I mean, from that groove to that hook, no, forget did, about did it. The album peaked too early. Okay, so here we go. Right. Mm. So so then we've got two worlds apart. 
and then I thought that was like a really big gear shift. You know, it kind of went into that sort of Philly soul, as you said, was. And, and I really mm. feel that that's when Inflow, who's a producer and who's also the producer on Clear mm. Soul's record. Soul's album, and, yeah. and also S-A-U-L-T, Salt. Um, mm. Damn, like I feel like that, that, that was like a... Oh, my God. Yeah, don't get me started. Um, yeah, I follow him on Instagram. He followed me on Instagram last year and then he stopped following me on Instagram, which was like the saddest <laughs> thing in the world. Um, <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, um, oh, yeah, he must have like clocked Sorry, actually what level, you know, he must have just clocked going, oh, no, what no, have no. I done? No what more fun. And he probably stewed on it for a few months. Like, oh, nah. I know. Yeah. He was like, fuck this guy. Um, and anyways, um, but like two worlds apart to me felt like a real, like, like it was an inflow flex. So I'm getting really fucking in here. I loved mm-hmm. it, but I also felt like in the position of the album, it just, did not feel like the right spot for that track. Track three, I feel like it, like the whole thing exploded out of the blocks and then mm. Two Worlds Apart came and it just didn't feel like it was the right position for it. And then I Love You, I Hate You mm. happened and I was like, wow, this is unreal. I, you know, the, the beat is super cool. I loved that triple kick pattern. Did any of you guys pick on, up on that? That just like crazy bass drum. Mm. I love You know that. I love a good bass drum. <laughs> I know you do. Um, That's why I love that track then, so much. Oh, it's so good. And then I, and then I watched the, on the Tiny Desk um, concert and like the drummer's hitting that pattern and it's just insane, mm. right? So that's all happening. So the With first the four tracks. the backing vocals that I love you. Oh, oh my gosh. God. <laughs> Those three singers on Tiny Desk. Oh, oh my God. Shit. They're amazing, weren't they? Do you reckon How two do you of do them were, like that? I'm, do you reckon two of them were twins? Because like isn't there like the theory that twins like harmonise? Yeah. Because like there were two, two, two of the three singers literally sounded like exactly. the same person. It was unbelievable. They were incredible. Crazy. Unbelievable. That's how you um, do these. All right, keep going on with your rant. Eric. All right, okay. So then <laughs> Little Q like sets up – Little Q1 sets up Little Q2. So I was like, what's mm. this Little Q1? And then Little Q2, to be honest, that track – was the heaviest track for me of the whole album. Um, mm. Oh, yeah, and I got that down with a love. Yeah, yeah, and I just, like, so my notes here was, like, f- to start with, it felt like, like, from a song point of view, if she's going to kind of break into the US, that is the one that's going to, like, break her through. And the, li- mm. the lyrics were incredible and the storytelling was incredible. But then I started going, man, this story is so... It feels so deep and personal and it made me wonder if she was writing about like her little brother. And Yeah, she said she wrote sure. about her cousin. I think was it her cousin? I told you I follow her on Instagram. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it sounded like she's obviously written about someone very close to her who is younger. Yeah. So it's, so maybe it was the cousin. Um, yeah. And, it's, but so, it's it, cousin's, it, her cousin's name starts with Q. I think it's Cutis. I don't know. Okay, yeah. awesome. Yeah, so Great. Because I... That was actually a question I had for both of you. So I'm glad, Niasha, you were able to give give that answer. That's awesome. So heavy hitting with the info. Yeah, you've got to have the facts. Then, um, and then we get to gems. And I thought that was kind of interesting. And I'm not sure That's if you guys English have... English accent. Yeah. And like that kind of vibe, you both kind of clocked it saying you really liked that stuff. I'm, I wasn't. I, I don't normally like. I know. It. I, I know you usually hate that stuff. And yeah. and and I wasn't. I didn't love. I didn't love it, but I can totally understand its place in the album. But here we go, right? Mm-hmm. Then, like, so we're flying, right? We are absolutely flying. We're at track seven. And then yep. from seven to 12, I kind of 
She Lost Me. And it's a 17-track album. And Mm -hmm. 7 to 12 to me were just kind of okay. And then from 12 to 17 (laughs) was like ridiculous again. And, And it just made me think... Well, there was a couple of questions I had. So, I mean, obviously we've got – I loved the song um, Rolling Stone um, and it had that – it kind of went back to that sort of London hip-hop sound. It looks like there was another producer on that track named Jack Wob, um, who I don't, I'm, I'm not sure who that is, but it was a tough-as-fuck, hard UK hip-hop song. Mm-hmm. Point and Kill to me – I mean, I've already said Woman's a Song of the Year. This is probably <laughs> the second yeah, Point Song of the Year. Point awesome. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Yeah, go see that on the tiny desk. I mean, production-wise was those lo-fi horns, that kind of partly out-of-tune lo-fi horn thing, so good. Mm. Um, And then you've got How Did You Get Here? And I just – this to me, this this is the second last song on the album and I feel like that was Mm. the song to finish the album on Um, because to me that felt like that was the perfect (laughs) union – of like a psychedelic orchestra, a soul groove and a rap. And yeah. and that to me, had she just left us there, I'd be like, this is one of the best albums that have ever been created. And then <laughs> then we come back to one more song and that final song to me was just a bit of a letdown. So anyways, okay. the question I've got for you both is, it's, you know, 15 plus, this is not the first of many albums that are going 15 plus this year. Like people are recording music and letting it run a lot. So this this clock's 17 tracks. Why yeah. do we think that is? What do you what's the rationale behind this? Nyasha, any ideas like I mean if you were to make a record would you want to stop at 10? Would you like Look, I'll get, stop it at 7. Yeah, yeah, you'll stop <laughs> it at 7. <laughs> 10 is my max only Ten. because attention span one we yep. uh, who's sitting through an album that's 20 songs. I mean you can um, which is also a contention that I have with the song, with the other albums that we're going to talk about, sure. about just how long <laughs> yep. yeah. and repetitive. But I think because of the interludes, it kind yeah. of, there's that And they're long interludes, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They're like full length interlude kind of songs. Yeah. Um, but I guess I do get what you mean with like, it started off like, on a whoo, damn, yep. like she's yep. going in and then it was kind of... A little bit finding her way type of situation, and then we ended up. But I still loved the journey personally. Mm, mm. Um, I think it was kind of like we started on a high note. Like I'm giving you the best here, and then let's chill for a bit. Let's let's yep. talk about some some things, yeah. and then you know finish up with with some tunes. Yeah, um, okay. I do get what you say. What about you? Um, I totally agree with Nyasha. I think that's right. Like it was it. We were out of the blocks, and then we went on the journey. Yep. Like she mm. she got us in. She she hooked us. Took us yeah. in and then just like drove around in a boat with us for an hour listening <laughs> to her tunes, you know? Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was just great. Like, you know, maybe we drove around a car in Islington and just like <sighs> checking great. out some – I mean, it was it was serious. I, and I, I, you know I am the first to say an album is an album when it's done, okay? So whether that be 17 minutes, whether that be 33 minutes, whether that be an hour. But I, I did not feel like this was – too long. Yep, fair. I felt like this was this was an album album. It was a beautiful journey and yeah, it's yep. Okay, well should so we take I will it? I disagree with you on that. 
Fair enough. Let's, should, yeah, let's take it do? to the uh, let's take it to the board. So let's take it to the rating Jeez. scale. So maybe I'll just I'll just throw it over to Arik to introduce this week's unofficial rating scale. Thank you, Waza. So each week on the All Music Is Good podcast, we like to celebrate the unofficial podcast sponsor of the week. The unofficial podcast sponsor has actually not been in any kind of communications with myself or Warren, and in fact has no real knowledge that they may well be talked about on our regular bi-weekly podcast. The podcast sponsor can often be a small business, it can be a concept, it can be something that I've looked at this week and um, I thank both our special guest and Warren for indulging me in uh, basically just bringing some of my curiosities to our podcast. So, announcing the unofficial podcast sponsor for episode 29 Damn. of working, the All working. Music is Good podcast is shops that lead with a cash-only sign but then accept cards whilst scoffing at the complete disrespect their customer is showing to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I like this. I'm down. <laughs> it's long, but it's, it's I, don't, a, I don't know how I'm going to put this in the title. But yeah, you know, well, you're going to have to. I'm, you're going to have to I'm try. Yeah. I might so, have to put in an acronym or something. So I'll, I'll give you an example. Yeah. Um, I've there's a Borek shop um, that uh, I go to pretty much three times a week, and yeah, it's what's a, the Borek store. Oh, it's a really good one. So they've got a huge variety. <laughs> it's not really helpful. It's called Tammy's Borex, and I don't want to. I don't want to mix up Tammy's Borex don't with. Don't shout them out. Yeah. With our unofficial sponsor, but basically, it's a four dollar. It's a four dollar pastry, and I go in there three times a week. Four dollar pastry. Oh, it's great! It's like a Turkish bread, delicious. I go in there. I go in there four times a week. You said three three times. times Sorry, three times a week, and I go. I'll have a cheese and spinach, thank you very much. And they'll be like, cash or card, and I'll say, oh no, a card, and they go, it's cash only. And I'll be like, I don't, I don't have, I don't have any cash on me. Can I just pay by card? And I said, look, it is a ten dollar minimum. I'm like, is it okay if I just pay by card? And they'll be like, raise their eyebrows and go, okay. And then I'll pay by card, and we do this dance three times do a week. Have a sign up saying ten dollar minimum. They say they say cash preferred. Okay, but there's no ten dollar minimum. Sign. There's no ten dollar oh, minimum, but like to I, evade the tax man. Isn't well, he? who knows what that? Look, we don't want to. We don't want to throw shade at Tammy and her Sounds operation. Sounds like you are though. Sounds like you're throwing sh- <laughs> lots of shade. I'm not at throwing shade. House. I'm not throwing shade. All you're I'm saying, saying you dance with them, and you're not happy with them. Yeah. No, I love them. I love them. Both of you. Both okay. of you. You need to. You need right. to. Right. 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 what we're hearing here, Eric. Before I get black blacklisted by Tammy. Tammy's um. Business. Someone's going to spit in your pastry. Oh my god, it's going to be bad news. But you know, you know, you know the thing. You know, the other day I went in. I, I was like, I, I want to buy some filters, and they said, oh, no, it's, it's either cash or you know, cash. It's cash only. You can't pay by card. I was like, are you sure? And they'll look at you like, all right, okay, fine. And then I'll pay by card. So do you guys have those kinds of sort of moments? No. No. no, I mean, I, I know what you're talking about, and I do I do feel that, but I don't get angry at them. About I'm not it. angry. I'm not angry. Mm-hmm. Like, know yeah. that I'm not. I'm, I'm not angry. I'm 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 purely sharing. I'm purely sharing the fact that 
No, no, I want to shout this stuff out. Like, I want to call it, I want to celebrate it. That's our unofficial sponsor. So, what are you celebrating exactly? I'm celebrating. <laughs> I'm, so I'm celebrating. I'm celebrating <laughs> yeah. the fact that, that, irregardless of the world that is changing, the, you know, as we move to a cashless economy, I'm celebrating the excellent businesses that lead with a cash-only concept Uh, but still accept a card but are disappointed with you not coming to play with the cash. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, I think I've got a rating scale (laughs) that I I think I I can throw at you. Okay, great. Let's go. Um, Okay, so the rating scale I would suggest is how many days... Will it take for Tammy's to work out that you've dished them on this podcast and then kick you out? Oh my god! God. So I would say ten days would be really good for you, but one day would be really bad. I I want you to stop mentioning Tammy's. How how many days will this some ex Brex store take to kick you out and never have you back into their shop again? I think that's fair. Okay, so I would say okay, like the best result would be ten days. Totally. Yeah? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And then the worst result might be tomorrow morning, which is, yeah, I yeah, guess one right. day. <laughs> Two hours. Yeah. That would be the worst. That Absolutely. would be the worst. But yep. basically what you're saying It's already was happened. They've, it's already, they've, they've <laughs> infiltrated our, our live recording. That's what you're saying was. So basically it's actually an, inev- an, an inevitability. Mm. I think so. I think that's, that's really poor form on your behalf and you really should have to think about how you would like taking down... Good businesses in the community. Oh, just trying to make it. Don't trying to make a dollar. Yeah. Business, man. Oh my god, yeah, both man. of you, you need to stop. <laughs> stop this right. job. Okay, so. I'm gonna kick it off, and I'm look. Ah, oh, I, I oh, honestly don't think you, you're gonna do. I you're have, gonna do the thing, aren't you? You're gonna do that. I can't, but I will. Is that what's happening? D- just because I dissed you, <laughs> that doesn't mean you have to diss my ratings okay, for Marek. Come fine, on, man. Sorry. Um, I'm not going to give it a ten because okay. I don't. I fully don't think I've listened to this enough to fully take it to the ten. But I'm going to say it's going to take at least nine and a half days for them to come and kick you out of uh, out of the borax and and they'll you know instead of going there three days a week, Eric, you will be going there no days in nine and a half days time. <laughs> All right, so that's that's nine and a half days I'm, until I'm permanently banned from um, the cash only slash will accept card place. Thank um, you, Waza. What about you, Niasha? Look, this is all confusing to me. <laughs> I'm just I, I, Tammy. The things that Eric says, <laughs> I'm not in any way a reflection. Of how I feel. That's right. That's if you could go there, you would go there, and yeah. you would yeah. not argue with them. Yeah. I don't have cash on me, but. <laughs> Um, but for me, I'm going to go with, let's give it a solid nine. All right. Nice. Okay. Nice. Go. Yeah. I don't think any album will ever be a 10 unless it's mine. Because <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I made it. I love that. <laughs> I, well, look, I think you're well and truly in the, uh, in the was camp because he also refuses to give 10s. Um, apart from the two tens, I except gave. wait, which ten did you give? You gave a ten to I gave ten to Logic, and I gave ten to Hiatus Carity. That's year. right, you did. Mm. Um, oh, you're talking I, about the album, yeah? Mm. Oh, really great. Mm. I I reckon I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna join you guys. I'm gonna jo- I'm gonna call it a nine. The only I mean, I love giving a ten. I feel like 
I the only reason why I can't give this a ten is it just it missed it. it I just got I just was like I want this to be two two songs shorter. Succinct. Um, I feel bad that you're going to miss out on that extra day of getting a Barekarik, but I, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, this uh, this rating scale might need to be reviewed between now and our next album. Um, so around the around the room, we've got a 9.5 from Waza, a 9 from Niasha, and a 9 from me. That was Little Sims Introvert, and we will be right back with album number two. So the second album we're checking out tonight is Nari's third album, titled Three. A uh, singer-songwriter who specialises in an off-centre hybrid of pop and R&B, Nari first made a name for itself as a top 30 contestant on the second season of Australian Idol. Her performances of Mary J. Bly's No More Drama and John Farnham's Don't Let It End, a pair of ballads so far apart from each other, they barely hinted at the creative directions she would later take. Uh, born in... PNG, but based in Sydney, she had a turbulent childhood, beating an early case of cancer. Her home was buried by volcanic ash and her parents divorced. She coped with music uh, after she narrowly missed the Australian Idol um, top, I think it was top 12. She um, she made sporadic solo recordings and spent a few years with Blue King Brown as a backing vocalist and as a session singer for Paul Mack. Significant strides were made during the early 2010s, including collaborations with The Tongue and Lancelot, uh, the later on an update of Gwen Guthrie's club classic Ain't Nothing Going On But The Rent, uh, among others. Uh, Lamentations, the first Nari album, was released in 2013 with left field pop and strutting throwback R&B part of the mix. Blastoma, titled uh, in reference to the singer's childhood health battles, followed in 2016, which featured the banger single Once, which I think we both referred to at times on this podcast, Eric, is both loving. As one of the best songs in this country. Yes. So good. Um, so her third album is titled Three, which we are looking at tonight. Uh, now, what's going to say? Uh, I might throw it to you. Oh, no, here we go. No, one second. No, see, she, um... Uh, now, you might be able to help out more with this one, Eric, but I'm guessing this is an album that has been held back as the first single was released back in late 2019 and another single last year. 
And I also read a couple of articles in the album and Nori, so this is like The Godfather Part 2, um, as the album is a kind of prequel and sequel that excavates her memory of growing up in PNG while chronicling her experience of new motherhood at the same time. So, yeah, I might throw to you first, Eric, to uh, kick us off with this one. Thanks, Waza. Yeah, look, I don't, I don't have the actual hist- like backstory as to the chronology of the album, but um, I mean, as you mentioned, I think there were some things that happened through the course of the writing to the recording that that might have meant it was a longer process from uh, from you know the first bunch of releases to the end. But I don't know exactly, but um, I think it's kind of a side point to the the, the fundamental like record itself and um when this came out i think it was about a couple of weeks ago um nari released this incredible mission statement and perhaps this will contextualize um i guess the record and you know what what it's about and 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 where it sits in the um i guess the the zeitgeist so to speak so this was really cool it was like yeah it's a four paragraph mission statement so i might i might read it out um so three began as an experiment in 2017, and sorry, this is in, in Nairi's words, so uh, referencing as the first person. Um, three began as, exp- as an experiment in 2017 to go back to my home country with a small creative team in the hopes of extracting unique visual aspects of my culture to present in a contemporary context and alongside music that would be composed throughout and after the research period. Working in reverse without having any music yet was a head fuck to say the least and I really discovered muscles that I didn't know existed within my creative body. Initially, I'd gone into the experience feeling pretty excited for what I considered my first big art project. The project was meant to be de- was meant to deconstruct people's misconceptions of what a Papua New Guinean is because of how I constantly had to field useless inquiries from white people who wanted to know if we all still ate people or why I was so pretty for a Papua New Guinean. What I didn't fully realise was how callous I'd I'd gotten from trying to maintain a career as a Warabung, Morabay, Tole and New Alien post-colonial Papua New Guinean in a predominantly white space that operates on stolen Indigenous land. Quite immediately, this whole experience ended up being a very expensive therapy session on the damages code switching can create for women of colour when trying to survive in spaces that don't understand where you come from. Mm, That's deep. The world has changed remarkably and in some senses very far since we started this journey three years ago. We are now in a pandemic. Black Lives Matter has thrown us into a revolution. I had a kid and nearly died doing it. My producer and co-writer Jack Grace moved to Paris, got engaged and is now stranded in France because of COVID, whilst my plans to move back to PNG in March were also halted. Now, mm. after finishing the musical component of three, all I can say is that I don't feel like I have to prove anything to anyone anymore. This album is about me letting go and accepting that not everyone is going to get me. I don't even want to be easily figured out or anyway because a multifaceted woman of colour is perfectly acceptable even if it causes people to shift uncomfortably in their seats. For hundreds of years, we've been viewed through the legacy of white history and through this has plagued my entire career. It doesn't make sense. And then the final paragraph. So here it is. Three, a perfectly acceptable odd number, just like me, a bit odd, a bit queer. 
Things she's a bit cool. Th- thinks she's a bit cool, but really just a big nerd. As slow and breezy as a New Zealander, but also as stubborn and passionate as a Highlander. A bit Australian, but also a bit Kiwi. A bit short and a bit not right. Kind of black to be commercial enough. A bit of joy, but also a bit angry. A bit privileged, but also a bit disadvantaged. A bit past the use-by date according to industry standards because she had a baby, but fuck it. I'd like to see you pull a human out of your dick whilst creating an album. A bit obsessed with death, sex, life, spirits, fashion, expensive cocktails, art, board games, rice and bully beef. Sitting on the beach all day and living beyond my means and definitely not your normal cup of tea out of a fucking dainty little English teacup. As much as I've tried to pour myself into that teacup over the years, I've accepted that I'm really better suited to a brilliantly well-charcoaled aluminium kettle full of black tea leaves cooked on a very lived-in fire, built upon the soil that smells like my mother, my Aina, my Pupu, and those that came who said, reach for the stars but always come back to us. I'm full to the brim of stories that many don't have the privilege to hold within themselves, some I know quite well and some that live deep in my DNA that I won't have enough lifetimes to unpack, but the ones I know I will tell how I want to because I can so here is a collection of love letters to three entities, myself, my country, and those I love both here and now departed. My God. Damn. So that is the statement that sets the record up. And, yeah. Um, Shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that, you know, I mean, it's funny. I mean, that's when, a mission statement for, for life, isn't it? It's amazing. I mean, irregardless of the music. Exactly, mm. and I think you know it's in, it, like it kind of it's 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 a it's an interesting one when you read that mission statement out and then you kind of reflect that three people are now about to review the work. You yeah. kind of go, F- "What for?" Like it's done already. You know what I mean? Can I do a but, pass yeah. on this? Review? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, well, no, maybe what she's trying to get out of this is like it's irrelevant what we think. That's like right. she's happy yeah. with it, and that, and I think that's, that's what you can say about any album. To be honest, like yep. if the artist is happy with their, what they're putting out. It's kind of irrelevant. I mean, mm. obviously, it's not irrelevant if you would make a living from music, and yep. you know we want to try and make you monetize our art, yep. but. In in that so that's one way of looking at it, but in another way, I mean, it's completely irrelevant what we think. Absolutely, yeah. So to that end, let's talk about what we think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh so no, look, I, could I, you look, have read I, the statement afterwards? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, I, look, I, 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 make us feel worse. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I get just one as zero, and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Statements. <laughs> no, no, look, I, look, I've always been a huge fan of Nairi. Um, I I remember first, I think I first saw her. I'm trying to think where it might have been Woodford in like the mid two thousands, and was like, oh my god, this is incredible. And then I went. And then you went side of stage and you realised they're all wearing interviews. Oh, shut your mouth. <laughs> and <laughs> then I um and then I saw her at a gig at the Northcote Social Club, um in two thousand and eleven or twelve. Yeah, and I remember it was, you talking about that. Oh my time. god, and Terrapie. Richmond was on the drums. Oh, yeah, I played a gig with him once. It was oh, oh, so man. scary. I, honestly, it was one of the best shows I've ever seen in Australia. And na- yeah. na- the, the collab with Napalm had happened at that point as well. And oh. um, Closer had ha- also happened. And it was yeah. just ridiculously good. And it was one of those moments where I watched her and I watched her band and I was like, this is the level. This is what we should all be striving for. This is not messing around it's not trying to speak to like an australian audience it's trying to speak to an international audience and it was highly ambitious and looking beyond our borders and i feel as though that is when i whenever i think of nairi that's the kind of artist i think about um 
I guess I might go into the actual album. I thought three was just a beautiful start to the record as a, as an opening track. Um, it immediately pulled me into her world. Um, I, I I mean I don't want to throw out a Björk comparison, but that first track. Okay, <laughs> people. Okay, okay. That, 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 that first track with that orchestration just yeah, okay. immediately yeah. brought me into that kind of Björk world. Um, yeah. I loved that beautiful ha- harmonic arrangement. And the textured voices, just so beautiful. Um, Shiva, for me, beautiful songwriting. I love the production, love the rhythm and all the space that was left in the track to allow the vocal to you shine. You love space, eh? I do. That's your you know I do. I do. Well, I try. I try to... I love to... bass drums and bass and 808s. <laughs> you like uh, space. I love space. And then, you know, and I love the... Final the Frontier. Yeah, it is the final... Oh, I like that. It is the Final I Frontier. Um, so for Shiva, I love the, love the hook, Instant Emotion. And I actually remember hearing that song during lockdown last year. Mm. Sorry, not lockdown last year. Sorry, no, it was, I, I heard it at, I think, the Music Bowl earlier this year on a cold night. And, um, and I just shivering? remember lover, loving that, <laughs> that song, Ironic. Shivering. Um, Shoestring, again, this is just like it's doubling down on what I think I feel I've always felt about Nairi as an artist, which is um, I just don't know if Australia is ever going to get like Australia, when I say Australia, I mean like mainstream, broader Australia. Like um, Triple J. Yeah, and that and that world. But I just don't think they're going to get it. And I think it's the same as a lot of artists operating in this space. Aren't yeah, mm. and, but and that it really it really needs to fly overseas. Um, and you know, I I put hiatus in that highest coding that same world. Um, that it's it's sophisticated music that requires attention, which I think is often lost in this country. Um, closer to me. That's the that was the big one of the big songs on the album. Love the eighties throwback, and I love that chorus. I love the the beautiful changes and the cool phrasing in that chorus. Um, and then and then it kind of moved me to the end of the the record with the two songs. Boom! I love that vibe. I love yeah. the, the the how it flowed between the verse, the pre-chorus, into the super catchy chorus. And I think that's actually my favorite song on the album. And yeah. then Ooh. glitter. Um, yeah, glitter, and I, and it just made it le- it, it, it led a, it opened up a question for me, which is, it's just it's pop writing, but it's kind of left of center pop writing, and it made me the question that I wanted to kind of open to you both is like, is there another artist in this country that does this kind of pop anywhere near where Nairi's at? Like, it, 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 you know, I think the um the Geordie album was probably um oh, not yep, many miles yep, yep. away, probably. Mm. Um, I have to put my thinking hat on, but I think this 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 is a this is a genre that is becoming progressively more inhabited. I would say. Okay. Yeah. All but right. I think there was a time. I think I agree with you. I think there was a time when she was the only one inhabiting this space for yeah, sure. Absolutely. But I think it's getting getting more. It's busy, getting busier because essentially, mm. I think it is. You know, uh, modern indie. R&B pop album, you know, like this. Yeah, you know, it's, so you can't quite place it. It's like, is it? Yeah, it's a bit of, yeah. yeah it's like a bit you of said, off-center. Sort of yeah. yeah, yeah. So there yeah. you go, Eric. There's the answer to your question. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Was. Well, what did you think, Nyasha? What, what, was your, um, what, was your, what was your take? This one was interesting because it's also music that I don't, in a interesting kind of way, don't generally listen to or like mm. I would turn on and like I, I know who she is and I know like like the songs are closer and stuff like that 
Um, so it was really interesting when you, when we talked about like the albums that we're going to listen to, I was like, oh, actually that would be really good to like check it out because mm. yeah. Um, and I think the, the genre, it reminds me of like, I don't know if you know, Emily King. Mm. Yeah. It rings bell. It, yeah. But if you check out the Emily King and you listen to this album, to me, that's what it reminded me of. Okay. And I just, I like, I love the, the, there's like this. I don't know how to explain it, but there's like this gospel element of it, the way that she Absolutely. stacked the vocals, the way yeah. that she does certain things. And like, ironically, one of my favorite songs on the album was actually Akura because it was okay. like yep. a piano. It, it just felt so like, it was very it. gospel that song. Yeah, yeah, it was just like, she's playing keys and she's playing, the keys are playing. She's singing kind of like in the background. It sounds like she's recording it on her phone type of situation, but like someone speaks over it. Like it's, it just felt so, so deep. Mm, 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 like mm, I, had, yeah. I, like I wanted to understand why, in particular, she put that in there and why that was so important for her to put it in there. So that's why, like, it just, it just made me really curious. I really like Shiva. Um, I also like him just because of the way that she stacks the vocals and how they do the things in your in your earphones and <laughs> things like that. Yeah. So yeah, that's. That's me on that one. It was a very short one, 10 songs. I was like, I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> You're a busy woman. I mean, was there any relationship for the fact it was 33 minutes and it's called three? I mean, you know, imagine. Yeah. yeah. Potentially. Yeah. And was it, um, was this 27 first... is like a multiple of three. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oof. So wow. was, was, this, was this your first <laughs> was this your first foray into this in, in into this artist, no? Um Nyasha? Yeah, besides the song Closer, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Amazing. So yeah, it was right. really like different for me. Yeah, sure. And like I get also like the I don't know, it's like um like a eighties disc it's not disco, but it's like there's some elements of Glam, it. Yeah, it's, maybe. this is an R and B sort of you know off kilter R&B going on I think which which makes you sort of tune into that yeah um okay so I might have a quick through like I might go to the what have I got here I I, like you I thought the the opener was strong it felt very him-like but I think maybe I'll just jump to the crux of it for me like Mm. so from two listens my overall vibe was I think it's a really solid album I think it's some really good songwriting I think some the production's really nice, and I think that the, the album flows really well thematically as well. Mm. Um, like a bit like I think I sort of mentioned it on the last album that I get frustrated by missed opportunities, and I I kind of felt like maybe this album was a bit of one of those. How um, so? I, well, I thought in terms of how the vocals were mixed primarily on this album, it was a bit of a miss for me, and I'm, and I'm sort of I'm a bit frustrated because in my totally irrelevant opinion that nobody cares about like I, it could have taken like from what i thought was a solid effort up a notch or two so i'm not exactly sure what it was but the lead vocal i felt was quite low in the mix and was lacking in excitement and didn't build um so and and to be clear i'm not saying this was a performance issue i i, I think the performance was fine like more than fine I thought it had really nice air and space in the vocal but like from a eq space. compression sort of yeah the space was good but the um 
But the compression and the push for it to come through and sort of lift and excite the overall tracks wasn't there for me. Um, I really like the BVs, as Nyasha was sort of saying, that like throughout, like and especially how they EQ'd. Um, mm. I thought that was on point. Um, for, uh, I felt really trite saying this, but like it was something that I picked up on and I couldn't go away from it. So I just thought the vocal chain on the lead vocal was... Uh, could have been should have should have been maybe a bit better. Like I think it would have pushed and elevated because, you know, not having the feature artist and the instrument leading out front, sort of, you know, that's what you want. Um, so I really liked a bunch of songs in the middle. I like tracks three to six, which were yeah, shoestring closer and toke over and moonshine. I thought they were all great. Um, and I think like these songs live will be awesome. Like you mm. know, lots of yeah. interesting rhythmical dynamics and cool drops. Um, yeah, so that, that was my take on it. Cool. Yeah. Well, um, let's take it to the board. Um, based on the how many days it will be until I am officially uh, banned from attending the cash-only Borek premises that will be unnamed. It's to be cancelled. <laughs> it starts with T. <laughs> it starts with a T. Where, whereabouts is this shop, I <laughs> anyway. I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you. Um, all right, I I'm might go first. I'll probably. I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this a. I'd say a seven point five. Okay. I think. Oh, I mean, I, you know, I just. I mean, I just think. Like, I hear what you're saying. Was um, I just, the performances themselves? What actually went down is as good a I agree. performance oh. as you could have, and I think. I think, I totally agree. like I in think terms of what you raised, that two point five is actually maybe just open up that open up that channel. You know what I mean? It does feel a bit. <laughs> it does feel just a little bit. It does. It, it doesn't allow it to explode out. Yeah, and I just felt like it mm. could have exploded. Like, and her yep. vocals were awesome. Yeah, um, agreed. Yeah, just stop. Like you know, really small things that like people who work in this sort of side of things sort of mentally pick up on like and when I say mental I mean I'm mental that I would pick up on that but yeah. um yeah that, that's what it was I had to send um, you all my music was so you can yeah. <laughs> you know, like well, the vocal chain needs to change oh Niasha don't, 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 don't you worry he will he will speak truth he will speak truth I I can tell you that maybe not your truth that you yeah, he'll speak he'll yeah. definitely I, I appreciate that yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was, well, uh, but my music will tough... probably come out for the next 10 years because I'm trying to fix That's it. Right. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to give this, um, I'm going to say you will be eating Barex via cash or car for the next six and a half days, Arik. Okay. No more, no less. Um, that is hilarious. Okay. Um, overall, I think that it was, like you you both saying, a very solid album. Was it? Is it an album that I would listen to just because of me personal taste? Not as much. I would listen to Akura again. I would listen to Shiver. I would listen to Closer and Takeover. Um, Takeover was really dope, actually, now that mm. I think about thinking mm. about it. Um, yeah, so overall, I would say I have to give this album two scores. <laughs> All right. Great. Okay. One for the speech and one for the uh, album. No, 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 no. Not even about the speech. I, I think as a, as a, as a fuck you to the industry, <laughs> it is a great mm. album because it doesn't try to fit in any like 
it doesn't matter if it ends up on the radio or not. It basically is what she's saying. Like, I don't yeah. care. So yeah. in that respect, like I, like I said, I, well, I feel like I'm saying I respect all artists, but I do. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I respect yeah. that. So well, anyway, would... All music is good. Anyone who makes music is, yeah, it's is good an artist and there's respect. It takes courage to do all that um, and money. Um, but yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. so in that respect, I would give it a seven. Yeah. And then in an overall aspect of like music that I would listen to personally, I would give it a six. Cool. Legit. So, so did I listen to That's it again? Six and a half. Necess- yeah, well, you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah averages. Okay, we're just going to put our algorithm onto it. So pi r squared minus blah, blah, blah. Six, six seven, and a half. Eight, no, no, but look, I think, I think you raise a good point, Yasha. And again, you know, I think when we, when we take things to the rating scale, the rating scale really is this kind of, it's such a um, simplified simplified way of wrapping up like what is like, you know, when you think about someone's actual life work or body of work and then and then yes. it comes down to three people going, well, I'm just going to give this a score. It's a, yeah, it's a like, bit, it, it's always a bit silly, but we I guess we just put it in into a context of, you know, we've, we, we, we try to put something against an album so people can go, cool, I'll give this a listen or... Um, yeah, or not, you definitely. know, and um, yeah, but I, I hear you. And I think just, again, in terms of the statement and, and I think what we all agreed on, it was like it's actually kind of irrelevant, um, you know, where we land. But in essence, we can all we can all say there's some really re- incredible moments here and, and obviously it's an opportunity to really back a particular mission statement and, and, and bring people in. So that was Nairi's record three we'll be right back shortly lonely nights i still hear the cries from sherry please don't hit me we were kids under the sheets in this hoarded house there's no hope in these rooms of fluke dreams all these pictures looking at me third album for the week is by UK artist Cleo Soul and the album is titled Mother. A little bit about Cleo Soul. So uh, she's a singer-songwriter who grew up in the Ladbroke Grove part of West London. Her parents met in a jazz band. Her mother, who is of Mm. Serbian and Spanish ancestry, is a singer who also plays flute and guitar. Her father is Jamaican and plays piano and bass. She's seven brothers and sisters and she stood out as a singer from an early age when she got a second-hand karaoke player from her mother in recognition of her musical talent. Second-hand karaoke. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. That's the special source right there. I'm there for that. Oh, yeah. As a youngster discovering music, she was particularly struck by Stevie Wonder's Don't You Worry About a Thing. Commenting on the song now, she says it was inspirational in terms of putting together a track, the technicalities of the song and how Stevie sounds so perfect in just one take. 
That's how music should be. Her other influences include Motown, reggae, Latin and acid jazz, gathered from her parents' record collection. Just real quick, Niasha, as uh, as as a twenty six as a twenty something, do you have you ever come across the genre acid jazz? Give me an artist. Yeah, okay, there we go. Jamiroquai. Would you you call it? Uh, Originally, they would have been seen as being in that acid jazz realm. Originally. So, just like as a disclaimer, acid jazz was like the most quintessential late 90s nerd music that like early 90s what, 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 what we can also say was uh, is was Terrapire Richman not in Dig yeah he was the yeah. absolute masters of acid jazz in Australia directions Anyways, and groove directions and groove um, um, but I mean, I, mean, I, I love the. I know um, yeah, yeah, there yeah, you go. I, well, Incognito as well. Incognito. I supported new, Incognito once, actually. Yeah. Um, uh, I I actually love. Um, obviously, you know, possibly being a bit too young to um, know the genre, but I, it was very much derided um, at the end, acid jazz, oh, and yeah. for good reason. But um, I love that people are starting to say. Acid jazz again. It's quite quite funny. So, considering what a kick in the ass it got. Oh god. Anyways, back to the uh, clear soul uh, bio. So, uh, um, into Motown reggae, Latin, and acid jazz from her parents' record collection was it? So that definitely shows your age. (laughs) And she was also influenced by the pop culture of her time, loving the Spice Girls along with other young girls of her generation. Um, Also into house music, Ed Sheeran, and Frank Ocean. Um, Claire Soul was, I hate the word, discovered. So we'll just say she met a, a producer named Da Vinci, the British record producer and songwriter, known for his role in the UK grime scene after she posted tracks on her MySpace page in her late teens and since then has been a part of the UK music industry. MySpace, damn. Now, before we get into this album... Even that was back in my day. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into this album, have any of you... Um, listen to her debut album Rose in the Dark yes because that to me is like a bona fide masterpiece so I would say for for any artist to follow up that album is a monumental challenge because it's that Mm -hmm. good but I will say this this new album comes close in moments and I listened to this like the first time I listened to this I was really underwhelmed and and then I listened to it a second time, and then a third time, and then a fourth time. And by mm, the fourth time, I, by the fourth time, time I listened to it, yeah. I was completely obsessed with it. And <laughs> to me, this is a grower. And okay. um, Ooh, no and pun intended. But yeah, <laughs> but it's and it's and it's held together by four songs, and like they, they are mm. back to back. And it's from let me just so it starts with "Build Me Up." Which yeah, to me, me was like, like Stevie Wonder, like just magic in terms of the songwriting. So it's from track four, and yeah. it basically goes track four, track five, track six, track seven. Like it's four tracks in a twelve-track album, but all four of those tracks are absolutely monumental pieces of work. And like, like, and then so you kind of like you enter and you're just waiting for those moments, and they come. At, from four four to eight, and those four tracks to me are just so ridiculously good. It's sort of mm. 
it, there's sort of almost like an 80s, like a like late 70s, 80s-esque kind of R&B kind of writing. When I say R&B, I'm, I'm really kind of referring to like rhythm and blues era, not, not, not sort of that modern R&B vibe. Yeah. And there's like, like Minnie Ripperton, who's one of my favourite artists, that kind of psychedelia shows up. Mm. And again, also produced by Inflow, who is also her mm. husband and I think the father of the They'd child that she, that, that she sings about. So there's a lot of love mm. in this record. And yeah, um, and yeah like it, it, to me, like comparing it to the first album, it's like the first album really is, is full-blown masterpiece. This gets pretty close. But just for those four tracks, I just think it's a brilliant album. So that's <laughs> yeah. me. Um, yeah. What, what did you think, Niasha? Um, just for the, like, I, I don't even know where to start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, oh. um, I love that the album's called Mother because mm. I think it's like an ode to, like, motherhood. And I've, I can feel the maturity yep. with, like, the way that she was writing and what she was singing about. Um, and once again, it also felt kind of gospel-y <laughs> to me, like yep. the way that um, she was singing, like, for example, Heart Full of Love to me felt like a an actual gospel, like a hymn. Yeah, right. Um, kind of vibe. Um, my favorite songs on there were actually Sunshine. I actually really love that song. Oh, and I get what you mean. How good by is how, that song? By how it sounds like that. R&B soul, neo-soul kind of vibe. It kind of reminds mm. me of like Flow a Tree, but not really. Yeah, but like, totally, oh, yeah. totally, like it's totally. It's got a sunshine, hey, hey. It, it feels like you play it on a Sunday morning when you're cleaning the house mm. kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's got that yeah. thing about it. And I love yeah. Build Me Up for the fact that it was like a build. Like it said <laughs> what the song was about and it yeah. like delivered on that. Um, but yeah, like it was interesting because it was one of those albums where I'm like, even the song spirit as well. Mm -hmm. It was just one of those songs where I'm like, would I listen to this again? That was the last track. Yeah. Yeah. That was the last track. Would I listen to this again to sunshine? Probably. Mm -hmm. But that's about it. Yep. Yep. Fair. But like, you know, when you, when you look at the song sunshine, because it clocks, well, it's four, sorry, build me up is eight minutes. And then sunshine is four minutes, 22. And, you know, technically, that's, that's a, so that's almost like oh. half the, no, it's, sorry, it's one hour and six minutes. Yeah. That's a good chunk of the album, you know, mm. two songs, and they are. Like 12 minutes. Yeah, but they're yeah. like a really, really important part of the record. 12 yeah, out of 60, but it's, massive. but hold on, just chill both of you. Like, that's two songs. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm just uh, saying. Okay. I like. Right, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just, just letting you guys know. Mathematical facts here. All right, okay. You guys take, but you can both take your maths and go and be maths heads. What's twelve over sixty-six? Let me try to calculate real quick. Three, <laughs> well, six, nine, twelve. Twelve's into seventy-two. Um, so then sixty. Yeah. What did What did you like? Did you feel like it was? You've You've kind of you've You've nodded your head at tree. Did you feel like there was also like a little bit of, I mean, obviously Clear Soul's vocals show up on Little Sims as well. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, there, and you know, there's certainly, uh, did you kind of catch any of that sort of orchestration that you sh- that showed up on Little Sims sort of popping its head into this record at all? Or Yeah, like you... on Build Me Up, I was kind of like, wait, did y'all, 
I mean, obviously, because it's the same producer, so obviously, it's also his style. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, Build Me Up, like, ha- had me in that sense of, like, wow, like, there's this build it's eight minutes long and then it just changes into something else it's like mm. that interval thing that justin timberlake <laughs> used to do yep. where you're like he finishes mirror and then it starts off into a different kind of song yeah, type yeah, of situation yeah. um yeah so it was i i enjoyed that yeah um and yeah sunshine just had me because it was it's just a feel good song it's like yep. just light it feels yep, like yep, and yep, i think yep. that's what the whole album is like it's like a mature light kind of album although it has the heaviness of like the orchestras and da 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 but it just felt like it's 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 breezy mm, breezy yeah i like that yeah totally what about you was oh yeah i think i'm gonna land somewhere between you both you guys um i like the use of the word breeze because yeah i, I just think um her voice is gorgeous. It feels like a summer breeze mm, to me, just listening exactly. to her sing. Yeah, like there's like a real, um, real fragility about it. Um, and like the longer this album went on, you like for me. I mean, you said R and B, Eric. Like to me, the songwriting and the voice takes me back to um, like I was getting heaps of like Carol King and yeah. Carly Simon and like even Barry Manilow, I which got, is yeah, I got not, Donny Donny Hathaway a little bit as well. Just very seventies mm. style of songwriting, yep. um, yeah, uh, like really West Coast, um, yep. you know, LA um, breezy country crossover. It's it's it was interesting, um, uh, it, and I, and I think I really needed to clock this because, like you, I'm not sure I enjoyed this album. Um, the first time I listened to it and I, and I really had to realign the senses because for whatever reason, I just was not expecting this album. And I felt I, I really wanted to go back and listen to her first one, but I didn't get time this week. So that kind of bummed me out that, that I can't relate to it on that level. Uh, so the things I've written down here, like again, like the production is on point. Uh, the verb on the drums is just beautiful. Mm. The upright piano sounds. I love that upright piano the actual my my favorite thing about the album may have been the BVs, yep. um, which were just so beautifully arranged and so well mixed, just incredible. And you when the drums mix, and bass, hey? oh yeah, I'm, I'm big on the mix this he week. He loves it. Um, I'm going super technical. Uh, when the drums and bass would kick in, so beautiful, and and was reminiscent of how like um, bands like Bad Bad Not Good their rhythm section sounds. Which is high praise in my book. Mm. So, the question I was asking myself, much like Niasha, when she got to the end, uh, well, what were my, what were my favourite songs? And I hadn't really ticked a lot of, um, I hadn't really locked, liked a lot in Spotify, which is sort of how I sort of initially go through and clock songs and then come back to them. Uh, so, yeah, like Niasha, this would be. She said she put it on on a Sunday morning. I, I would put this album on on a summer's afternoon when I'm when I'm doing something. Like it's very chilled. Um, to be fair, I don't think until I've listened to it in that context over a number of listens will I have a fair idea where it sits mm-hmm. on on my likes. Mm-hmm. Like I've got this um, Beth Orton album called Daybreaker. They wouldn't say it's like an incredible album, but I always find myself playing it on a summer summer afternoon. Mm-hmm. It just sits in the background, and I just like how that vibe what what it gives me that vibe um i've got a feeling this might be one of those albums especially on vinyl but again i'll finish off by saying like 
how the frick are these people making these albums so good? Like, <laughs> this guy, Inflow, is just amazing. Two albums. Yeah, Everything he does, like, it just sounds so good. What, what I would give for a couple of days with him in a studio just yeah. to sort of Watch see what, what, he, what he's doing because, it, like, he could, I mean, these, this guy could put out absolute shit. But if it sounds like this, I'd still give it a four. Like, you know, it's he's so good. <laughs> he's I think so clear, clear Soul is part of his sound, right? So right. I guess so. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, what he does with her and with her, like it's such a beautiful match. It like, is. it's it's incredible. Yeah. So yeah, that that was that's my sort of take on this album. So I'm not really I I don't feel like I've got a full um take on this album yet like I'm, I'm not sure where it sits so i'm interested to see how you guys well, read it i mean i will also add that like that my last listen was in the garden in the sun so i was actually doing some gardening yeah i yeah. um i put i weeded my garden bed whilst listening to this album so i can totally associate Associated yep. with like domestic, either like a domestic task or a home. Just something task. where you don't have to fully focus on it. It just it's got that sort of yeah, nice. Yeah, it's, it's got vibe. a background. Yeah, it's, a, it's totally a background. What, like you're it's reading a, a book album. or you're. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not an elevator background, but like you know no, something no. something that yeah. you like doing background. Yeah. Not a Zoom background. Like I mean, might be <laughs> like weeding weeding a garden like you did today under yeah. your plantation shutters or something like that. Like something just really nice. Eric. Stop <laughs> your stop your bullshit. <laughs> So let's take it to the score. Um, I'll go first. I am going to call this, I reckon, from a kind of album point of view, four songs out of 12, that's a quarter. And four of them were brilliant. So So giving it like. So I'm giving it a quarter of 10 out of 10. So what's a quarter of 10 out of 10? A quarter is 2.5, I reckon. Yeah, no, no, but... <laughs> so you're giving it two and a half out of no, ten? No, no, I'm not giving it a two and a half out of ten because that <laughs> quarter is the best music. Are you going to double uh, so the you quarter? That quarter's worth 50%. That yeah. quarter's worth 50%, so that yeah, already five. gets So what's it, the rest of the album That gets worth? it to already a five out of five. Yeah. Hmm? And then I'm going to bump it up another... I reckon I'm going to give it another 2.5. No, I'm going to yeah. give it a 1.5. I'm going to land at 6.5 on this. But you, you know go. what? It's just, if this was on a different week, mm-hmm. it would be a different score. Like, I think we've got to really, like, little right, Sims. You've listened to this four times. You I should know. be able to, like, arrive at a conclusion. You would but have little, no conclusion than any of but, us. But Little Sims <laughs> was so good that I'm of course it was. everything's starting at that and moving yeah. back. So I, th- right. I think 6.5 for me. Yeah. 6.5 days until I get properly ostracized yeah. from the place yeah, that to, will remain unnamed because yeah, I love they clock that what you did to them. Mm. Yeah. Um I'm going to go next. I'm I'm going <laughs> to this is bizarre. I'm going to give this a higher mark than you did, Eric. I I I I fully think that this has got potential to be really great and be a real grower as you said. I'm going to give this a 7. Okay. Mm. Yeah, a 7 days until the card nor the cash are going to be welcome at the Borek shop. Okay. I am, and this is a thing that's hard for me because I don't know whether to rate it on listenability or like quality because quality no, is different from listenability. No, but like, but like take it, What's the vibe? Show, no, take us down that, down that road because it's a totally, I feel like that's a totally relevant and legit conflict. 
So talk yeah. us through that. Go ahead. What do you mean by listenability or rateability? Okay. Listenability for me means that can I listen to a song or an album the whole day without me without it being like nah I need to listen to something else today yep. that's listenability that to me is what determines a banger where I'm like I miss listening to the song I want to listen to it again yeah before yep. I go and take a shower I want to listen to the song again mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean that's what listenability rateability is like as a for an album as a body of work I can see the time the effort and the expertise that are put into putting it together that's the rateability. So, so the, this, the rateability might be low because these guys tend to put out albums every like two or three weeks. So it probably didn't take very long or much effort went into it. <laughs> no, but it's it's a great body of work, like for yeah. what it, for the purpose. And that's also another thing. Like it might not be for me as like I'm not her audience. Mm, 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 Do you get mm. what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, sure. you are tonight me, though. You well, are. Tonight. I am. <laughs> And now I'm judging her. Stop dodging it. <laughs> if clear so if you're listening to this, um, <laughs> these thoughts are irrelevant. So I would give it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, so to your point, like I, I, like I feel like I know what you mean so much. Is there are albums that are just like, yep, this is fucking great. Will I listen to it again? Maybe not. Maybe not. And but then it's there beautiful. are album, and then there are albums that are like maybe like on a rateability level. Not as rateable, but it becomes part of your life soundtrack, and you're going to listen exactly. to it all the time. So, yeah, completely yeah, it makes zero that. sense. Makes zero it, sense, but it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah, that's right. It's yeah, like totally. listening. Okay, um, okay, this is a really terrible example, but when I mean like listenability, it's like listening to a Lauren Hill album. I will sure, be yeah. able to listen to that album in twenty yep. years. I'll probably yep. be playing it on a Sunday morning for my kids while we clean the house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, is yeah, listenability yeah, yeah. and rateability yep. on a high score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Example. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. So to that <laughs> so, I mean, are you, I, mean I know you know explain yourself. So are you gonna give us two scores now? Sure or are you just gonna settle on one? Oh yeah I think two you scores did and that then on, you just average it. That's yeah, it. Pretty much <laughs> oh man i love okay final commentary i love and appreciate the heart of the music like heart full of love for example felt like a hymn it felt like i was in church my church in particular and she was singing about something that's so beautiful and i think it was like a reflection in terms of like her having a child and what that meant to her to be Mm. a mother and things like that so that was really special i'm not a mother so i can't relate to that feeling to that like vibe yeah. Do you get what I mean? I feel like yeah, yeah, a no, mother would a mother, appreciate yeah, this yeah. album would be like, oh my gosh, like yeah. this is like written for a time such as this. It's like listening to that Janae Eichel song about um, Sing For Me. Like it's cute, but I can't relate to it because I don't have a child. Hmm. Um, but I overall, didn't want to make you have one either. <laughs> I am <Don't>. dead. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but that's what I mean by like... Um, yeah, it's hard to rate because it's like yeah. for the audience, for the specific audience. Um, maybe when I am a mom, I'll listen to it again. I'll be like, damn, what the fuck was I thinking? Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I think I'll give it a six. Okay. All right. Cool. So that's um, 6.5. six from Yasha, a uh, 6.5 from Arik, and a seven, surprisingly, from me, 
That's Cleo. You've Soul's been doing new nice horse today. I am proud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, it's a positive mood. I mean, yeah, zone. I wonder. For the, I think you left to save the best for last, isn't it? Oh, if, if the Bulldogs make the grand final every week, everyone gets ten. Um, <laughs> you should see what's going to be next week if we win, Eric. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that was Cleo Soul's album, Mother. See this in three D. All lights out for me. All lights out for me. Lightning strikes the beach. Eighty degrees, warm it up for me. Finally free, found the God of me, and I want you to see. I can walk on water, thousand miles from shore. I can float on. Our fourth album of the week is by American artist Kanye West. And the album is called Donda. So Kanye West, born June 8, 1977, uh, well, apparently in Atlanta, Georgia, although some sources give his per- birthplace as Douglasville, a small city west of Atlanta. A little bit about Kanye. So after his parents divorced when he was three years old, he moved with his mother to Chicago. His father, Ray West, is a former Black Panther and was one of the first black photojournalist at the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Ray later became a Christian counsellor and in 2006 opened the Goodwater Store and Cafe in Lexington Park, Maryland with startup capital from his son, West's... From his son. West's mother, Dr. Donda C. West, was a professor of English at Clark Atlanta University and the chair of the English department at Chicago State University before retiring to serve as his manager. West was raised in a middle-class environment attending... Polaris School for Individual Education in suburban Oakland, Illinois. After living in Chicago at the age of 10, West moved with his mother to Nanjing in China, where she was teaching at Nanjing University as a Fulbright Scholar. According to his mother, West was the only foreigner in his class, but settled in well and quickly picked up the language, although he has since forgotten most of it. When asked about his grades in high school, West replied, I got A's and B's and I'm not even fronting. Okay. West demonstrated an <laughs> yeah. West demonstrated an affinity for the arts at an early age. He began writing poetry when he was five years old. His mother recalled that she took first notice of West's passion for drawing and music when he was in the third grade. West started rapping in the third grade and began making musical compositions in the seventh grade, eventually selling them to other artists. In wow. Grade, yeah. Okay. Hustler. At age thirteen, yeah. Hustler. West wrote a rap song called Green Eggs and Ham, uh, the title of a Dr. Zeus book, and persuaded his mother to pay for him in a recording studio. Pay pay for him to have time in a recording studio. Accompanying him to the studio and despite discovering that it was a little basement studio where a microphone hung from the ceiling by a wire cloth hanger, West's mother nonetheless supported and encouraged him. West crossed paths with producer No ID, with whom he quickly formed a close friendship. Cool. No Idea soon became West's mentor and it was from him that West learned how to sample and program beats after he received his first sampler at age 15. After graduating from high school, West received a scholarship to attend Chicago's American Academy of the Arts in 1997 and began taking painting classes. Shortly after he transferred to Chicago State University to study English, he soon realised that his busy class schedule was detrimental to his musical work and at 20 he dropped out of college to pursue his musical dreams. This greatly displeased his mother, 
who was also a professor at the university, she later commented, It was drummed into my head that college is the ticket to a good life, but some career goals don't require college. For Kanye to make an album called College Dropout, it was more about having the guts to embrace who you are rather than following the path society has carved mm. out for you. So that's nice. a bit of background about his early life and I just I just don't feel like there's any need to um, no. talk about his career because it's pretty well documented. Yes. Um, so I just want to start there. Of course, this is about his mother, this album, Donda. So, yeah. you know, when you kind of think about his early life and just see how natural she was and how much, how much she raised him, then it sort of contextualises mm. the record. Um, for those unfamiliar with the things Kanye has done in his career, he ran for president. Sure did. Um, he's, had some pu- he's had some public meltdowns. Recently he split with Kim Kardashian and had two major events to launch Donda. To launch Donda. Apparently they're working um, things yeah. out. Apparently... Alleged, okay, allegedly. there you go. You heard it first at the, on, the, on the All Music Is Good yeah. podcast. We'll have, T- <laughs> we'll have TMZ following us pretty soon. Yeah, this could take us into the top ten. Yeah, we've just, Niasha's just basically skyrocketed us into the top ten. Um, I need to be a permanent guest. So, <laughs> I'll bring all the info. Yeah. <laughs> so, there, look, there's some interesting stuff. Just a bit more context about the album. No swear words. Because mm, yeah. um, he's a Christian now. And then apparently there were some... That's right. So yeah. there were, apparently there was some beef with Outcast about the release of one of the songs, um, and then I'm actually going to read read the Outcast tweet out. Because it was Andre 3000 or the whole Outcast. Andre 3000. So Andre 3000 was part of the record. Um, okay. and this is what Andre wrote. I think it was about last week. He said a few weeks ago Kanye reached out about me being a part of the Donda album. I was inspired by his idea to make a musical tribute to his mum. It felt appropriate to to me to support the Donda concept by referencing my own mother who passed away in 2013. Mm. We both share that loss. I thought it was a beautiful choice to make a clean album, but unfortunately I didn't know that was the plan before I wrote and recorded my verse. It was clear to me that an edited clean format of the verse would not work without having the raw original also available. So sadly I had to be omitted from the original album release. The track I received and wrote to didn't have the disc verse on it and we were hoping to make a more focused offering for the Donda album, but I guess things happen like they're supposed to. It's unfortunate that it was released in this way, and two artists that I love are going back and forth. So oh, I think apparently there's an issue about like a yeah. I wanted to be on Certified Lover Boy too. I just want to work with people that inspire me. Hopefully, I can work with Kendrick on his album. I'd love to work with Little Baby, Tyler, and Jay Z. I love how you was throwing the all. names out there like, hey, <laughs> anybody yeah. want to work? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hit me up, hit me Thank up. Thank you, Andre three thousand. Oh, we take ten <laughs> percent. Um, okay, so that was one of the tweets, and I guess you know yeah. it's funny. It's almost like the like the Twitterverse is part of the album, right? Yeah. Um, well, especially that first track and how it sort of entered the zeitgeist. Totally. So quickly. But I, I want to, um, I want to, this, like, of all of the things, I think Questlove's response to this album was as, like, even better than the album, right? But this is what he wrote. So this is, like, literally a day after the album came out. He says, this is what Questlove wrote. He said, man, this album is 27 songs long. I lost steamed after, I lost steam after <laughs> eight songs. But I'm giving it to uh, one C. I want to see it through. The target demo for this album is 14 to 26. But you've got to chill on this need to declare first. Classics can't be claimed 24 hours after someone's <laughs> product comes <laughs> Who, out. Did he claim it as a classic? Did he? Yeah, no, no. We, no, he's basically saying that like 
Kanye's record came out and then everyone like, yes. started declaring it to be a that's classic. That's why you said the demographics and, and and 26. I'm included. That's right. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Back in. So, yeah. All you need to do is call it a classic. So, so yeah. basically... <laughs> <laughs> so it's a bit of a worry, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so he's throwing down and saying classics can't be claimed twenty four after twenty four hours after a product's come out, and then he's and then he's done some great analogy. He says it's like the timeline is trying to grab the rebound with ten seconds left in the game, and you're hoping it's your tweet that goes viral in declaring how amazing it is or isn't it. Mm. Time will tell. Um, my new book explores history. Oh, my, himself. <laughs> my new book explores oh, oh, history. No, that's really bad. Being it, it 20 plus being years while journalism. Book. No, no, but it's interesting. He says, My new book explores history being 20 plus years while journalism is under 20 years. Meaning. You don't need to say that. Wait though. for it. He says, Meaning back in the 90s, I let Rolling Stones burn me with a well written four star and a half review of Graffiti Bridge, which put in in the mind frame that they are saying this matches Dirty Mind and surpasses Purple Rain. Um, basically, <laughs> what he's, I think what he's talking about is that like two Prince album, one Prince album got like a four and a half and another one got a different one. And anyways, it's very niche. Yeah, yeah, it's very yeah. celebrity. Um, what is he talking about? Thank you, Questlove. But look, the thing that I really liked about what Questlove has said is it's like, you know, early on, Kanye puts out a 27-track album. There's a whole media storm. There's two launch parties. And well, that's the whole point of it, isn't it? Right. Like, it, it's, it's, like, it's the same as having the track Donda at the start. Like, it makes people talk about it. And that's exactly the point. Like, let's get people talking about it. Mission achieved. Done. But, but, but here's the thing, right? Like, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not going to bore out bore the people that listen to this podcast with like oh, I'm sure they were bored long ago. <laughs> they have been bored from day dot <laughs> that's why we got into that's why we're only at 20 um but look <laughs> you know look I, I i i tried this again i tried this four times and i couldn't get through it um, you, oh, you had a big were listening listening to albums. you went this yeah four times wow. so look let me give you my notes um okay. i look loved the song jail as in jail part one i was like jail great look now. this is cool um, we're going to jail tonight, and I was like, "That's really, really good." That's the f- right that that comes in as like. Let me just pull it up. I think it's song, song one. Two. Is it song well, one? After no, Dunder, sorry, Dunder, song, Dunder, two. Dunder, Dunder. song two. Yep, song two. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, yeah, that was a good. That's a really yeah, good. Anything's gonna be good after that. So that happens, right? That's song two, and then I, I kind of get. I, I liked. I liked off the grid. Um, it just remind. I was like, okay, so Kanye's doing like trap and drill, and then I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. Like. Is does he have does he have license to like step into that underground given he's such a massive pop star? So mm. I'm not sure about that. Do you he really think he cares? Yeah, I know, but like I don't know. Anyways, um, and then it started to just dawn on me that like lyrically I couldn't really connect to anything that was going on um, in the whole album. Um, I liked I liked Hurricane. I was like, yep, cool, good production. Oh, there's the yeah, weekend. I got that one. Oh, yeah. Everybody's um, just checking the weekend, aren't they? Like, okay, that's nice. <laughs> It'll pop in the, the pop charts. Yeah, the weekend's on there. Ma- Max Martin. Yeah. Yep. And then I looked at the song credits and there were 16 songwriters and I'm like, this is just yeah, the yeah. worst. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I listened to, jo- I, I liked the song Jonah. I was like, yep, good pop hook writing. But again, I can't catch the lyrics. And then there was a song, OK, OK. And I was like, this sounds like Post Malone and no one ever wants to be compared to Post Malone. Um, Not anymore. Well, no. And then... Um, and here's the interesting thing, right? This is like getting really like 
way too detailed. But if you look at the at the stream counts across the record, it's they're all hovering around twenty five million, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Which means yeah. everyone's listened to it once and hasn't come back. Yeah, right. That's actually a good pick. And up. it's kind of suggesting, yeah, that like it's like, yep, I've, they've given it a shot, and then they've moved on. And then there was a song called mm. Moon, and that had the most amount of streams. And I was like, this is okay. And it kind of was the most reminiscent of like 808s mm, and Heartbreaks, which, well. which was obviously such a big deal for yeah. him. And yep. then there was a song called Believe What I Say, which was like a nice Lauren Hill throwback. Yeah, what? But then what? I was what? like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, no, she yeah I know, but Lauren I'm like, Hill. was it a great then, throwback? Yeah, yeah, no, she's like, was it Yeah, good? it wasn't. <laughs> it, actually, you're totally right. It really wasn't. Um but you know, I guess it kind of threw me into like that sort of that those early Kanye yeah. days um, in terms of like it sounded like his voice and the sampling, yeah. and I was like, "Yep, cool, sounds good," but it's just not as good as the early stuff. But then I'm like, "Does he want it to be like the early <laughs> stuff?" And I was like, "Does my opinion even care? Like, mean anything?" Yeah. And yeah. then, what time is that? How many times have I listened? Yeah, to yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, you know, it sounded like that was the big breakup track, so it made me kind of think, "Okay, is this like..." Did he sample Lauren Hill because him and Kim used to like get down to Lauren Hill? And I'm like, oh, nice. do I really need to be involved in your breakup? Just leave me out of Who this. Who doesn't get down to Lauren get Hill? Get down, like, Sorry? get down. Who doesn't get down That's to true. Lauren Hill? That's true. Everyone gets down to Lauren Hill. Um, and then, and then here's, this is when it gets really interesting, right? So, um, here's the, this is the question I've got for you guys. And then I'm, then I'm gonna, I've got two mm-hmm. more points. The first point okay. is. Say the points first and then okay. tell the question. It's 27 tracks long. Could have been longer. There's mm. Obviously, obviously, he's worked his... I feel like he's done a lot of work on this album, even though people are like saying it's kind of undercooked. It's a lot of work, yeah? There's a lot of creativity that's gone into this. And, you know, in like to his defence, like he split up from his wife, his mother died, we had a global pandemic, he ran for president. <laughs> like, he's been... The guy's been through a lot and he's put out a 27-track album and the question I've got is... Is that something that we should like factor in and say, well, you know, that's that's pretty solid, or or not? Like, or is it be- like these guys killed it, super privileged, and now he? I think it definitely is something you could factor in, much like we factored in Nairi's, you know, statement before. Sure. Like, you know, just just because of what he's done or yeah. where he's at, and he had like, like you know, yeah. Scott, right? what was it's all relevant. Like yeah. a mental, you know, what I mean? yeah, mental yeah. illness, yeah, bipolar, yeah, yeah, totally. So. Like, even though, like, it's pretty fun to kind of, like, take shots at Kanye and, like, laugh him out of town or love him. Like, I'm, I sort of sit somewhere in the middle where I'm like, respect, you know, like, you know, and I know Kanye's looking for my respect. Um, <laughs> that's what he, yeah, that's yeah. why he made the album. But, you know, like, yeah, right? Well, he's always into a top 20 podcast. That's right. You know, well, anything that's sort of clocking in that top 20, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. But anyways, look, my, my thing is, like... D- are we obliged to pay Kanye attention just because he's Kanye? I don't know. It's just I, I'm torn. And then the f- I think all you can do is look at the songs. Do I like the songs? Do I not like yeah, the songs? Yeah, that's legit. You can, you look at, they're two separate things. And then this is where it just gets completely fucking weird for me, right? So you're listening, you're listening, and then Jail Part 2 comes along, which is the same yeah. kind of vibe as Jail Part 1, but like he's yeah. changed one lyric. And it yeah. almost feels like it's a parody of part one and I actually laughed out loud and imagine Dave Chappelle was like doing a send up of jail part one <laughs> later on as jail part two and Marilyn Manson is a cameo and the whole thing yeah. just becomes 
completely absurd. And then I wonder, well, Kanye's going to like talk about the absurdist nature of all of this, but it's just, it's not such a creative and interesting idea. It's like, it's an okay song at the end and it's a really shit song at the end. So it's an okay song at the start and it fucking sucks as track 25. And no, it's not a piece of high art. It's just a massive... Once upon a time, Eric, they would have just said someone's done way too much cocaine. Like, it would just be like yeah. this. When the albums start going like this, they've just Cooked lost it. the <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. But look, again, you know, some people have said this is the best album of all time. So, like... It's classic. Let's 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 Ooh. go. What do, what do you guys think? Who wants to go next? I'll, I'll go if that's okay, because I'm just going to rip through. Um, like, so when, when you, you did... You picked all the albums this week, Eric, and, yeah, when I clocked that it, it was one hour 48... <laughs> Like that's like three, that's like three albums combined for us. Maybe even more. Maybe that's we all just, our albums. We should have just done we Donda do today. <laughs> we should have just done Donda. Yeah, <laughs> like this might be a giveaway of how I feel about Kanye, but I wasn't super happy. Like when I saw that. Okay. Um, and like I think I'm a, I, I gave up on Kanye after sort of eight oh eight and heartbreaks. Uh, oh, you didn't so even like, like going my back into Kanye Don't world. No, I just sort of, you know, it's like some, just, you know, when you've had enough of bands yeah. at some stage, you know, you just go, okay, I've, I've had my time with them. I'm going to move on. Yeah. Um, I also, because I know a lot of people love that album. Um, yeah. I was sort of like, I never clocked, I mean, we've talked about this on the podcast before, but I never clocked in Rainbows by Radiohead and I still haven't listened to it. And <laughs> it's just weird. Just sometimes I just stop listening to bands. Yeah. Um, but. It, this wasn't high on my list of things I wanted to do during lockdown. Um, the thing yeah. I did, like I did a bit of reading, you know, at, you know where where he's at in his life. So I've clocked all those things that you've mentioned, Eric, with the breakup and the bipolar. You know, I wasn't super down with this sort of, you know, the flirtation with Trump. Um, yeah. I just don't think I have time in my life for a guy like this. Like what was disappointing and I felt sorry for him was that, I, I thought, you know, the whole thing of the album getting out early and having to be rushed to pressing, um, well, and he said it was not quite finished, but if, you know, he didn't, it was going to come out online. I, I felt I, that would be shit. Um, and I didn't realise the context of the word Donda until I looked it up and found out that it was his mum. So, yeah, I clocked that as well. So, you know, that sort of took on a different context. Um, so, like, yeah, d- disclaimers from me, like, you pick this album... And I, I'll be honest, I wasn't really prepared to spend two hours of my life with this. Okay. And, you know, over 120 albums were reviewed. This is the first time I've probably flicked through a number <laughs> of the songs. Hopefully it's the last time I do it. Um, like, weirdly enough, last time you were on Yasha, I, I obviously went on a diatribe about trap trap hats and trap music and, yeah, in particular trap hats. You sure and did. And how much I hated them. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually kind going, of like them. Is this happening again? You like them now? No, no. On, on on Hurricane, I actually liked it. Like I thought Get they actually helped drive the song. <laughs> and it didn't it kind of didn't feel derivative like most trap hat productions do. So I thought that was cool. Um and yeah, that Shocking. sort of Lauren Lock can Hill happen in drop. a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> That's no, what no, a no. pandemic does. That's what just no Jay Huss is Jay Huss. Maybe guys, listen to Jay Huss's album again. again after this. Are you guys starting so. this no. shit again? I mean, like, do we? Do I really need to no, intervene? I'm still mad at him about Jay Huss. I've, I've extended an olive branch across, and she's just not taking no. it. Um, 
That um, yeah, the Lauren Hill drop. All that did for me was made me like stop listening to this album, go and put on Miseducation for yeah, twenty minutes, yeah. which wasn't super helpful because then I'm blown out to over two hours now. <laughs> um, yeah, I liked Heaven and Hell. You got, so it's basically Kanye <laughs> sent you on like a, like a rabbit hole that completely <laughs> stuffed it. I'm really good music. Yeah. <laughs> um. So thank you, Kanye. Um. Yeah, I liked Heaven and Hell. I really liked New Again with its side chain compressor pulsing through. I thought that was okay. Um, yeah, and like you, Arik, I clopped, um, you know, I think I was listening to the song Pure Souls and I thought I'd check out the credits. 15 songwriters, God 8 producers. Damn. That's crazy. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. It's absurd. I mean, I don't know, like, what is going on there? Like... Like and what? It's, it's just—is it just Hollywood? Is it just like the definition of Hollywood? I think people are Hollywood? in a studio and they're just vibing. Yeah, but like, but there's got to be a reason no. that he's crediting, right? Like, how can you have six to fifteen songwriters on a song? I think it, uh, look, that's I not heard, that great. I mean, I heard, that's like Beyonce, though. I, I, can I tell you this? Apparently, I think it makes it bad. Anyway. Someone told me that sometimes the reason this happens is they're almost like investors. They're like. Right, investors okay. in the track, so okay, so it, that's that's where they get their their so cut. they put money yeah, yeah, in yeah, the front yeah. end. Exactly, they find okay. their finance. Okay, wow, Fine, okay, well that's track. interesting. If that is the truth, well, Fine I mean, no, but like for example, right? But for for example, like Jay Z is like, yeah, but then he doesn't have to put his money in. But like Jay Z is a really good example, right? Jay Z is often on the, like credited as a co-writer if he doesn't rap. He he's not on the beat, but he's like either he's somehow involved. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's almost yeah, like so he's yeah. investigating. Yeah, he uh, might be an investor. Investing. Um, right. But again, I don't know. All I can say is Mike Dean no, is all over the album, and I love Mike Dean. Yeah. Okay. Um, hey, look. So I'll finish by saying, like, like in a world where people sort of crave authenticness, this this stick. When I compare it to Little Sims, yep. like, there's just no comparison. Yep. Like. Like to me, it just makes me question the motivation, and like, f- first of all, I'll point you straight to the one hour forty eight minutes playing time. Like, wh- what is the point? Like, what's the motivation? Like, I mean, he can do what he wants. Like, he can, can create art however he wants yep. to. He's created some great art mm. as an artist in the world of music. Like, zero issues from me. But as a piece of work, it felt severely bloated. Yep. Um, there were a few <laughs> okay songs, but like nothing in between and. Like obviously, I'm bringing some prejudice to this review, but it wasn't really a fun listen. And music should be fun, and it didn't feel fun. Or it should either, it, like it, he it was, should either be. I mean, yeah. obviously, he's not in a space to make fun music with a tribute to his mum, but it just didn't. It felt forced. I guess. I mean, I would say like was like Lou Reed's not fun music, but you'll listen to Lou no, Reed and no. Richie <laughs> Havens isn't fun music, and you listen to Richie Havens. I think okay. I, I, I think I it's know, one of fun's probably not the wrong word. Fun's probably the wrong word. It's just it's not great. Like if it was if it was twenty seven songs of total masterpiece. Like you listen to what's his name Max Richter's fucking eight hour sleep album, yeah, and it's a masterpiece from yeah. getting in. Yeah. Like no, no, eight hours. <laughs> That's a whole night's sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slow music. Anyways, yeah. We'll, we can slow music for sleep people. I love it. Um, and you should yeah. love it too. You're a sleep, sleep apnea thing. So <laughs> yeah. anyways. Um, yeah, that, that's my that's my take on it. I mean, Yasha, do you have anything? What do you, what, what do you think? I'm glad I mean, you were singing lyrics. I'm like, glad you, I'm like glad you put me last because I got so much to say. Yeah, go, <laughs> go, go. Awesome. go. I want to hear it. Be here too. Until late. Um, That's all right. We can just sign off and you can just talk and we'll come back in a couple of hours and push yeah. it up. 
Um, it's funny because everybody seems to love the song Hurricane, but I don't like it. That's okay. <laughs> but I, that's I, just, it was like one of three songs that I thought were gate. okay. Um, all right, interesting thing. I think my sister was telling me that the chant is basically the mother's heartbeat just before she died. So how it's recited like done, that done, it's like actually oh, happy. Wow. And I was like, okay, that's creative heavy? that's interesting yeah yeah heavy shit um and as a start of an album because you know obviously on twitter people are going wild they're like is that a chant is that is that a ritual like <laughs> we're getting into yeah, right. here and it's funny but it's also like damn um yep. that's what people are thinking about off the gate warren i agree with you 27 songs what are we doing my attention yeah, span yeah. this could have been three albums okay <laughs> yeah just give me three albums that's yep. or part one part two because yeah, yeah. 27 yeah. is long. I think maybe he thinks we got time because we're in COVID or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got nothing yeah, else. You didn't realize to... you were out in the regions. The regions yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's like you did I'm not get the memo, Kanye. <laughs> That's right. Regional Victoria. Stuff, Regional Victoria is out of lockdown. Come on. Hey, maybe you should have gone into the getting your nails done and put Donna on the story. Uh, yeah. Maybe that could have helped. That could have helped. I don't know. But um, it was just long. 27 songs is. It's her long album. Yeah, I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah. And it feels yeah, no, like flicks. it feels like when Chris Brown released like that 48, was it 40 songs or 48 songs Who on did, one sorry? album? Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Oh, he did it I years ago. And I was like, I do not have time for this. And I never listened to it. That yeah, yeah, that was yeah. just well, <sighs> I'm you overwhelmed. Say it made you turn off. It made you even not even want to start it. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to look at it because like you said, I usually just go and look how long is this gonna take me? 33 minutes? I I could do yeah, that. It's yeah, true. I, I mean it's yeah. I, 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 I mean, two, so what two you're saying years. is that you're never coming back on. RX absolutely broken you, and this is be the last time we'll be seeing you on the show. No, That's fair. Sounds like, no. but no. But here's the thing, right? Like, I mean, to your point, Niasha, if you, if someone's like, "Yo, you need to watch this movie. It's won all the Oscars," and you open it and you're like, four and a half hours. I'm not even gonna fucking bother starting. Who got time like, for it? Yeah, yeah. I just I don't mean, have I can time. Watch- I can watch a Netflix show four yeah. hours. <laughs> but yeah, give me four one-hour episodes. You know, yeah, right? You're, you're, <laughs> we're we're a short why. story society. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's why I'm saying. True. If it was two albums, if it was three albums, I'd be like, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. could do yeah. that. Yeah. I could do that. Split it up into series or like yeah. small episodes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Netflix Give that, me that. Shit. Yeah. Netflix that shit because oh, that's what we want. I, I want to binge. Psychological. It's, binge it's actually a really. It's a. It's a totally fair point. Like, yeah. if it was split up into three EPs as eight songs each, then you'd totally have a different approach, right? Well, that's three albums, so maybe six EPs. Yeah, six right. EPs. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, that's a good marketing spin as well. Totally. And Waza, we know that you are good at the marketing stuff. I'm into it. Control, delete, that shit, and (laughs) move on. Six EPs. All right, back to you, Um, Niasha. Sorry, Niasha, we we, we digress. You've got a lot to say. Keep going. But yeah, 27, come on. Come on now. And especially with 27, with most of the songs having the same name, I said, come on now. (laughs) (laughs) Come on now. It's the same song. What do you mean? What do you mean? Jail and jail is the same thing. Okay and okay and okay, okay with the same song. (laughs) It just confused you. Like, what am I listening to? Have I listened to this one? Have I put the Spotify thing on random? Oh my god, you're yeah. right. Okay, okay, and okay, okay, part two. And Jesus Lord, Jesus Lord, part Jesus two. Lord. Jail, yeah, jail, right, jail, jail. I was like, huh? What mm. am I listening to? And the fact that he didn't include the other writers on the actual track, because I'll be listening to I'm like, who is this? <laughs> what do you mean? As in, like, yeah, he, no like he didn't, artists. He yeah, didn't include like, the features. Yeah, yeah. like, I want to know The weekend is on this. I want to know yeah, sure. this and that. Like, I was like, 
who the hell is this? Now I have to go and I'm like, oh, it's Fabio. Who the hell is Fabio? Now I'm getting... <laughs> yeah, it's very long. It's, it's long. turned into a week to get through this. Yeah, 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 exactly, because yeah. I had to pause and then go on Google and be like, oh, who the hell is, yeah. is on this track? Um, but yeah, so that's my point. I think it should have been two albums if he wanted to do that. Side A, side B or something like that. Mm-hmm, I don't know. Mm-hmm, yeah. But that's on him. I like that there was no swearing in it. I think it's refreshing for a hip-hop album to just be like, you know... No pun sure, intended. Fuck the swearing. <laughs> We're yeah, trying yeah, to be yeah. clean out here. And then, I mean, I guess it's true to what he's trying to do in terms of like moving from, like he's being a Christian and things like that and the kind of music that he wants to bring out. So like anybody can kind of technically listen to this album. Um, so that was cool. Um, it was interesting how I think the, for me, it was more the anticipation of the album than the album itself. Yeah. That, w- that in a had. In way or a bad way? <sighs> It's like Kanye is a mastermind in marketing his stuff. Yes. Like when Jesus is Lord was happening, there was a whole documentary. It was being shot. It was being um, in theaters. You can go and watch like, you know, things like that. Like he's really good and in, in tapping into things like that. Like when there was this runner and they were doing an ad for the beats, that's how we knew that the album was coming. Cause she, like she was listening to no child left behind. And it was like a whole thing. It was like, damn, that's, that's dope. But then it's like, and then the album kept getting postponed and people obviously were that anticipation was building, which probably was on purpose, I'm assuming. Um, mm. And then there were all these shows that people really wanted to. Um, whoa, where did I go? Whoa, where was I? Yeah. And then all these shows, like the, the shows that he was doing, it was basically like a mini tour. Um even though it wasn't quite, like, you know. Kind of weird, apparently, the show. It's like he would do push-ups on stage for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. We, <laughs> where was this? For which show? album? The shows that he did to launch the albums, the two shows. As in like the most about? recent. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's good anticipation yeah. because it's like it has this exclusivity about it that people yeah. are curious to want to know like, okay, I really want to listen to this album. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the fact that the, the what's it called? The I've covered is just black. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but um, but here's a question, Yasha. Like, do you like it's pretty low hanging fruit in so much as like making an artistic statement, you know what I mean? Like, Mm. like, I think you know, I mean, like, like if you put it in, in into like a context, you're like, here is a guy who is like all about hype, all about like all about hype, all about like publicity, all about big style events, and then he's like, yo. And I'm going to not have any cover art. And I'm just going to have a tile. Stop and, and 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 like my question is like, is that? Do you know what I mean? It's it, it, it's it's I don't know. It's like like it, he consistently gets revered as like this like artist who's like being super subversive. And then you're just like, that's not subversive. That's like elementary in so that's much. That's like as, I could decide that tomorrow. That's and just be like, marketing, Fuck it. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who, who's saying it's subversive? Well, no, but he's probably saying, he's it. saying it's subversive, and like yeah. there's always there's always an intent in what he's trying to do, mm. and you just at some point I'm just like stop fucking listening to your own bullshit, mate. Like, um, anyways, go on. Yeah, he's probably <laughs> just trying to say it into existence, really. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, just, it is what it is. But I I think to me it was just like okay, <laughs> and then it was 27 songs, and then yeah. the, there are songs that I like. Like the start of it, like for example, off the grid, like I'm off the grid. It sounds like a hype song, and then people start rapping, and I'm like, no, I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the beat's pretty cool. 
And that's what I, I'm saying. Like the beat, I'm like, oh, we out yeah, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, how many other albums would we we give this many chances to? Seriously, like I'm not oh, giving I chances. I really like the beat in that song. I mean, like, yeah. would we say that to other albums? Yeah, yeah. But that, I just but, say but, I didn't like that, but that song. But that's that's the thing about Kanye. That's why you. That's what I'm that's saying. Like you have to. You you're you're in, you are you need a comment. That's what he wants, and mm. that's how he builds stuff. And anyways, I'll I'll shut up. Sorry, Nyasha, continue. No, that's cool. Um, so yeah, like off the grid, I liked the first part. Like before people start rapping, <laughs> like the you're right. Yeah, I'm gonna give that a ten. That first that first twenty part, seconds I said, of that Ooh, song. Ooh, and I just like, okay, we're going somewhere. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I was like, ah. <laughs> Who is this as well? Who was who else was rapping? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, I liked Praise God. Um, mm-hmm. and um, shout out to my cousin who <laughs> was like, listen to the album again, give it a chance. And then she played <laughs> Okay, Okay, and I was like, okay, I I actually <laughs> like the beat on this one. Like, I, it can it probably is one of those commercial songs that I would be like, listenability. I could probably listen to it in the car driving somewhere. And just mm-hmm. be like, okay. not okay. It's very like, you know, like the beat, you feel it. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a vibe. Um, yep. So that's what I appreciated about it. Did I appreciate listening to two okay okays? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then um, one last thing. I liked the, and this is another thing with Off the Grid. There was another song called, um, Lord, I need you to wrap your arms around me. That part at mm. the start, I was like, wow, that is so beautiful. Yeah. And then yeah. we got into the, I said, no. <laughs> so what do you, what do you mean? What, 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 what happened? I, just, I, um, I think it's called, again? Uh, it's called, uh, let me go. I think it's called Lord, I need you. Something like that. Okay. And so no, what, wait, think, so what happened after the, how it started? Lord, so it I starts, need you, it starts beautifully. Someone, yeah, Lord, I need you. Just before yeah, pure yeah. souls, so it's it's yep. it starts off yeah, like it's like a gospel. Yeah. It, it starts the gospelly. The somebody is singing their heart out, and you're like, okay, yeah. this is wow, yeah. this is beautiful. And then as the song goes by, I'm like, no, I don't like mm-hmm. the rest of it. Yeah, and the digital Hammond over the whole thing, and oh, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like it. All right. And then yeah, let's. let's lastly, no, no, I want to hear. I want to hear it out. Was yeah. So keep going. Keep going. Lastly, my biggest contention with this album is forgive me to the people that are listening to this. It felt a bit like a cockfest to me. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, there was only there. one female artist. I think Shansia. Is that right? Yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Y'all, y'all couldn't get Rihanna. I mean, Rihanna's busy with Fenty and Savage Fenty. <laughs> but you yeah. know what I mean? It just felt like yeah, totally. I'm just listening to Bear Man on the team. Yeah. Fair. Fair. What was the album that we went to recently with where Kylie called that out as well? Uh, the Her album, wasn't it? Oh, who was it? Her. Um, oh, Her. Her. Yeah, the Her. Back of my mind. So yeah. her yeah. album so, was basically, when you go through the credits, it was Her and just Men. Men. Um, yeah. I don't know what what is going yeah. on yeah. in the industry yeah. right now, Interesting. but but I guess man. If you, yeah. But if you look at clear like um, Little Sims as a as a as a like a counterpoint, it's definitely a far more balanced gender um, distribution of sorts. There's lots of female co-writers, 
and it, yeah. you know, and it's mainly her anyway. It's just uh, yeah, like a feature absolutely. from the guy who's on point and kill, and then yep, yep, yep. You know. totally. Yeah, no, fair, mm. fair. Yeah, I mean, I, it it just felt like I needed, I needed a, a lady to do a hook. I needed, I needed, yeah. I needed mm. female voices. I just needed female rap or whatever. I'm not sure why I didn't clock that. Good point. Really good point. Yep. 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 Absolutely. I mean, who knows? Yeah. All points taken. Let's rate this. Let's rate this they, album. They could have put Tiana Taylor. I mean, she she is on good music, right? Yeah. Mm. There it is. Well, I mean, let's put let's Kim go. Kardashian for goodness' sake. She just could have get, said something. Get, yeah, totally. <laughs> just, I mean, look, yeah. any any of the Kardashians really just get the whole put, get the whole put family. Put a lady on. in there, damn. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Uh, I'm gonna write this. All music is good. Um, I don't I don't think I'm gonna come back to this album again. Um, this has made me not want to listen to other Kanye records. Wow. <laughs> I I you know I'm just. I, I just I, I want I'm, he's an important he's an important figure in 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 the pop cultural zeitgeist, but mm. I also okay, hate but I hate pop culture like I, I'm not into it and and I feel like the artistry has been yeah it's been derided completely derided for just yeah pop for, for, for marketing dollars totally yeah. and it's been commercialized yeah and mm. like like as a, as a conclusion like it, like it, it it's very typical. For older people like myself to go, yeah. well, I really like. And, liked and his, even I, older people yeah, like myself, even older people like was it to go? I really like his o- older stuff, and and you know that was the good stuff, and this new Damn. stuff isn't the good stuff. That makes me old then, because that's right, not but, <laughs> but yeah, but I think with Kanye, it's just it's just been this kind of long road to actual mediocrity. It's like it's it's not interesting. There are there. Are, but it's, Alright, that's not unusual. I mean, most artists will go down, uh, like, go off the other side of the mountain at yeah, some stage. Maybe. Like, it's not, I don't know why we're so surprised by and it. And I mean, that's okay because, like, what, what can okay. you write about? You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Not every artist is going to be at the peak of their powers for all yeah. eternity. Yep. It just fair, doesn't happen. Fair. fair, but like, you know, fair, yeah. but like, there are artists in that world that are, like, continuing to level up and continuing to be good. And continuing mm. to push, and I just know, I just know about, don't know about Kanye. I, 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 I yeah, it'd be good. I, I think, think he needs. Go ahead. I think um, it's because also Kanye has a cult following. Sure. Outside of outside of music, like you're saying with pop culture, he's got Yeezys, mm. he's got fashion, he's got this. So yep. people who love him for that will rock with him regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. where the like what you're saying, the mediocrity. Like people will still say it's the best album of the year. Yeah, simply yeah. because it's Kanye. Because yeah. if a new artist had released something like this, that's right. That's it. Yeah. It's totally yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not necessarily reception. about the music, is what you're it's, saying. It's yeah. Kanye. It's, it's the brand. It's, uh, We're sold into. It's a brand thing. Yeah. Totally good point. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give my score. I'm gonna go with a three. So three <laughs> days until I uh, I'm no longer welcome at the place that remains unnamed for uh, being potentially upset with me for my constant use of my FBOS card. Wow. Was? Yeah, um, um, all music is good and I'm going to say that the place that shall not be named, Tammy's uh, Barrett Place in wherever, <laughs> wherever it is, I still haven't looked it up yet, they are onto you, dude. They are onto you. Your, your credit card and your cash are not welcome anymore. Barrett's be gone. Um, whatever they sell, I, I don't know, but you won't be having it. Three. All right, three from yeah. Was. Yeah, sure. 
I'm like, do I want to get cancelled? That's okay. It's no, I don't care. One person's um, Damn. I think... I think I'm going to give it... <laughs> it's not on funny. On a rateability and likability. Rateability, um, yeah, rateability and was it listenability? Listenability. Listenability, I can listen to. So okay, okay, I like that song. I okay. can actually, I can honestly say I like that song. Okay, Let's so go. one out of twenty-seven. Yeah. <laughs> and then That's the what, start point, of the bridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Lord, I need you. Now. Yeah. Yep. So, so yep. how much? How much is that? Point four out of ten. No, let's not give it a point four. I'd say I would give it a three point seven five. Three point seven five. Top score. Yeah. There you from go. Well, hey, well, I mean, it's all about the songs, though. Like, if you don't like the songs, then you know it's yep. one person's take on on an album. Yeah. Um, other people like the seven five was uh, to do with the aspect of like. The okay, okay is winning, just like okay. on your on your thing <laughs> when you were talking about those four songs that you really like that yep. push it. Sure. Okay, okay brought it to like a three, and then point seven five like you know the start of off the grid and the other one, what's the other song called? Lord, I need you. Lord, I need you. It had yeah. it, it felt 20. like to me it had potential, but yep. everything felt rushed or people would just put it on on songs because they're popping right now, like Lil Baby, you know, like it's just like names that are popping right now that I just chucked on an album. Sure. Hey, you like it? That's that's cool. Oh, that's all fun. Oh, so that's um a three from me, a three from Arik, a three point seven five from Yasha. And Arik, I'm gonna throw it to you to to take it home, mate. Well, I'll take it home. So that that concludes episode twenty nine. Oh, congratulations! Of the All Music Is yeah. Good podcast, they said we'd never Rising, make it. They, they said they said we'd never make it. Where we <laughs> are like a DJ Khaled. They DJ was DJ Khaled, and we are charging up the podcast charts, charging, charging in the podcast mm. music commentary in Australia charts, and and slightly yeah. in Israel as well. But and we slightly in Israel. Yeah. That's my. That's definitely. Uh, that's definitely my auntie. <laughs> doing multiple <laughs> listens. Thank you, Daniela. Yeah. Um, Niasha, it has been an absolute delight to have you back here. Thank you so much for Thank joining us again. Um, we, you know, you are currently the the symbol of, of what we aspire for when we get out of lockdown. Um, <laughs> you know, so I don't please, know what that means, but I take it. <laughs> please keep on please keep on leveling up. Just live that live that like backers that backers freedom yeah. and we can hopefully join you on the other side when uh when we at some point can do something <laughs> coming out again coming. sorry was first the grand final and then the freedom that's right we're going to get to the grand final then we'll get to the freedom um niasha again mad mad love and thank you again for coming on thank you i'm sure there's some me. new music on its way pretty soon so please keep us posted on that i will because i had to do a whole restructure <laughs> oh shit okay well let more on that when you come back in the episode 30s realm and we'll hear more about that Waza, thank you again for, again, just keeping us on track. And uh, (laughs) this has been the All Music Is Good podcast. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in.